Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So the U.S. women's soccer team, uh, they lost. And everybody's making fun of Megan Rapinoe for missing what is considered to be a very easy penalty kick, costing the U.S. the match. They've been eliminated. And, you know, I feel like for most people, most people who are who are into politics and culture, if this individual was if Megan Rapinoe was like a nice, humble person, what do we have? Someone's audio is blasting. If uh, if Megan Rapinoe was a good person that people really liked, we'd all be like, no, nah, it's cool. You missed this shot, but we got your back. Thank you for everything you do. But but she's insufferable. She's got this viral video where she screams, I deserve this over and over again. She's got this video. People are, are dragging her where someone, this little, this little kid wants a, a signature on a, on a soccer ball. And she just like signs it and doesn't even look at him, just passes it off like he's not even there. And so she's a nasty person. Trump roaster saying, nice shot, Megan, blaming Joe Biden and wokeness for the loss. And this is the U.S. losing on the international stage. Not the biggest story in the world, but culturally relevant because it's a component of get woke, go broke. No one's got your back when you hate this country. No one's got your back when you're supposed to be representing the U.S. And then you refuse to sing the national anthem. So we'll talk about that one. We got uh, actual news. I mean, we could leave with this. But uh, uh, the U.S. is dispatching warships because there is this uh, uh, big, what is it, China and Russia were seen uh, off the coast of Alaska. And so the U.S. is a little worried about it. But, you know, these things happen. You know, it's, it's not the biggest deal in the world. And uh, uh, another really big story. I owe a sincere apology to Neo. And I really do mean it because I made a, I made a pretty, uh, I, was, I was pissed off. Uh, Neo, the entertainer, came out, did an interview where he was like, how are parents going to let their kids do these things, decide these things for their lives? They're five, six, seven years old, 12 years old, making permanent alterations to their body. He was very critical of what, what the left calls gender affirming care and things like that. And uh, uh, we were all pretty happy that he was speaking up and giving his opinion. And then he tweeted an apology. And so uh, I roasted him pretty heavily for this saying this guy claims to be a father and that's all that matters, but he's selling out his children's future for fame and fortune with this apology. Well, I, I apologize, Neo, uh, because apparently that was your publicist. He came out and said, I don't care what the publicist said. I stand by what I said. And he doubled down and defended his position, saying kids shouldn't be doing this. And so, uh, yeah, I apologize. I, uh, you know, I, to be fair, I had no idea that was coming from a publicist and he, he apparently was not okay with it. But uh, all that matters is he came out, he, he said, something very, very legit, defended his stance, said, you know, F the publicist. And for that, I apologize. We're going to talk about all of that and more. Before we get started, my friends, head over to castbrew.com. If you want to support the show, this is our coffee company. Buy our coffee. It's the best company. That, uh, I'm, it's, it's a great company, but it's the best coffee you'll ever have. We've got the Cast Brew Coffee Club, ground and whole bean. You get three bags of coffee every month, or you can just buy them to, uh, uh, each bag, straight up whole bean or ground. We got light we got medium, we got dark roast, we got Mr. Bocus pumpkin spice experience, we got sleepy Joe decaf, and get, the, and get this, the Keurig cups are almost ready to launch. You can see here, they're they are on the website, but they are still in the sold out position because we're about to stock them, but the website is ready, and uh, uh, we will have these K-cups very, very, very soon. 
So again, go to castbrew.com, buy our coffee to support the show. Head over to timcast.com, click join us, become a member, because we're going to have a members-only uncensored show coming up for you at 10 p.m. tonight, where you as members can submit questions and be selected to call into the show to talk to us and our guests. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends if you really do like it, copy that URL, paste it everywhere, share it on Twitter, whatever you, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, on X. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Clint Russell. I am the number one uh, fan club curator for Neo. Uh, you guys may have heard of me. No, I'm uh, Clint, Clint Russell, host of Liberty Lockdown, as well as Tower Gang. I am a Mises Caucus member, LP National member, Dave Smith surrogate. You know, the thing. Thank you guys for checking us out. Right on. How you doing? I am Phil Labonte, lead singer of All That Remains, uh, anti-communist and counter-revolutionary. And I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You should follow it up because I think it is the best company, or at least my favorite part of this company. Yeah, Tim was, Tim, was in, Tim was not out of line just to, to no. plug his own company. Like yeah, that. I think you can call <laughs> your own company the best. It's company. the best. It's fine. As long as you do it with the Donald Trump hands, then I'm, I'm fine. Uh, but yeah, I'm a writer. Agrees. For Tim Castle. We all do agree. Everyone agrees. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Uh, <clears throat> At least that's what I'm I was glad told. Glad to be here. And Serge is here. So yes, <laughs> I am indeed here. That's going to be a fun one. Good to have you back, Clint, as always. Thank you, brother. Cheers. All right, let's get started, Tim. Ladies and gentlemen, the U.S. has been eliminated from the, uh, the World Cup. U.S. Women's National Team historic early World Cup elimination. Trump mocks Megan Rapinoe. He blames Joe Biden. Nice shot, Megan. The USA is going to hell. Donald Trump reignited his feud with Megan Rapinoe as the former president and other right-wing commentators delighted in the national team's historic early elimination from the World Cup. Quote, the shocking and totally unexpected loss by the U.S. women's soccer team to Sweden is fully emblematic of what is happening to our once great nation under crooked Joe Biden. Trump wrote on his media platform, truth. That means he truthed it. Many of our players were openly hostile to America. No other country behaved in such a manner or even close. Woke equals failure. Trump could just say, get what go broke. Nice shot, Megan. The USA is going to hell. You know why I'm not a fan of these these statements? <clears throat> I'm not a fan of people being like, oh, look, you know, them losing is proof and all this stuff. Because they were winning before. They had won twice. They had done a really good job. She was still, Megan Rapinoe is still, uh, is still a really awful person that nobody likes. Uh, I'm, well, actually, a lot of people do like her. Come on, I'm being hyperbolic, but she's divisive. You know, a lot of people in this country don't like her. A lot of people seem to like her. And so she is supposed to represent the USA, but actively despises it and speaks out against its history. She encourages people not to stand for the for the national anthem or, or, or sing the Star Spangled Banner and things like that. If you're going overseas to represent the USA, you should be proudly representing the USA. If you don't like this country, you should not be in this position. And so it's I'm not going to sit here and rag on her and be like, haha, what an awful player. She screwed up this one time. She missed a penalty kick. It is kind of embarrassing. She loses. She laughed about it when it happened. She started crying later. But the funny thing is when she's crying, it also looks like she's laughing too. She starts like acting like she's crying and then she looks up and she's smiling and laughing. Here's my conspiracy theory. She missed it on purpose because she wanted to, re she, she's retiring. Her and a couple other players apparently are retiring. They're done. They're like, let's take our early exit, take our cash, do our endorsement deals. We out. Conspiracy theory. <sighs> That's an interesting one. I, I don't know how that would help with endorsements to not three-peat. Because she's a grifting leftist activist. She gets endorsements not based on the fact that she's winning games. She's coming out and saying whatever the left wants to hear. That's, I mean, it's not impossible. But, but, I, but she's already rich too. 
Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's working with Victoria's Secret. She's part of their, like, more inclusive lady campaign. I'm not That's really sure scandal. what it's about. Yeah, people were really mad when they picked her in particular. Uh, Victoria's and, Secret, bring back hot models. Right. I mean, maybe she wants to have her legs from soccer so she can get in on the final year of the Biden administration. She's been there talking about inequalities in women's sports pay because, obviously, uh, women's soccer makes so much money uh, that we can justify these kinds of complaints. E the, uh, she models herself as the face of oppression. That's, Henry Hazlitt's economics in one lesson would <laughs> oh fix that. God. Would fix this problem. No, but the thing is, she's the kind of person from the quotes that I've read of her talking about how you can't escape inequality. Who would say like, "No, I don't believe you." The things that I feel are more important than any kind of logic. Frustrating. We, we have we have two potentialities here. Megan Rapinoe is uh, uh, bad. You know, she has one in the past. But how do you screw up? What is what is uh, uh, all these articles are talking about how it's a penalty kick it's an easy shot and she went over the net and lost. So is she just not the person for this game? Is she is she not the peop the person that people should be cheering for? She's not that good. Did I, she make yeah. a simple mistake or did she spike the game because she wants to leave early and not have to spend how much more time overseas flying around playing these games? I think it would have only been a couple more weeks. So I yeah, I doubt I doubt she she blew it intentionally. I think she's over Whoa. the hill and her, her focus is on activism as opposed to the sport. And I think it's as simple as that is that like, the, then she gets there on the big stage. She hasn't been committed to the sport like she had her entire career and she chokes when it matters most. Yeah. I mean, she didn't, she didn't, it wasn't like the, everyone's saying that the goalie played a great game, which she did, but she also completely went over the net. It was like a, not even close to like on target. So yeah, but yeah. there was other players that did the same thing. Right. That's true. One that's, of the, one of the youngest players always. did the exact same. Pounds of kicks always yeah. stressful. Yeah. Um, but look, can we just get back to a, a period in American history where like the, the idea of whether or not the U.S. is either in heaven or hell is not dictated based off of women's soccer. I think <laughs> that's so strange to me. No, Clint, we actually can't. <laughs> We're going Shut to up. hell. Why, what <laughs> is Trump talking about? Well, there's 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 another story that uh, was going on for a couple of days. Joe Rogan drinking Bud Light and, and, and numerous times on his show saying that's like silly and who cares and stuff like that. But uh, I, I think it matters. I think when you see... Megan Rapinoe trying to represent a sect of American politics right. instead of the United States. That's the corruption that that we have to say no to and, oh, yeah. and, and reject. The person who goes and represents the United States, States should say something like, I am deeply critical of this country's history, but I am here to represent those who both love and are critical. And for all of my, you know, all of the people in the United States who may disagree with me, just know that I'm going to win this for you too. And that's what's supposed to be representing everybody. She doesn't. She doesn't. Right. She hates us. Her, well, well, she hates her you. criticism, she has ample opportunity to let people know that she's critical without doing it when she's representing the United States when she's overseas. You can have whatever opinion you want, but when you're out actually being a representative of the United States, you should not trash the United States. And to be honest with you, this is a real, real, real low bar to pass. This is a very mm -hmm. easy ask. <laughs> um, you know, to saying don't trash America when you're out there getting paid significant money and and being in a position to get all sorts of sponsorship deals and all kinds of stuff like that. Don't trash America when you're out there being a representative. I, I get low bar to pass. And if you can't, I, I don't see why people should support you. I got a devil's advocate this because because you I, love Megan Rapinoe yes. into the blue hair. Yes, she is. Yes, she's my spirit. Animal. What do you got, Clint? Uh, no, I think that there's there's a a reasonable argument to be made that like for instance, 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If there was, if Megan Rapinoe was out there and she was saying, we need to avoid World War III with Russia. And she was critical of our, our military in this moment or critical of our State Department. I would have been like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Megan, I mean, maybe according, to, check it out, according <laughs> yeah. to Forbes, Megan Rapinoe made $7 million in the past year. Oh God. She's worse. That's and let me, let me, she's I'm going to play this for you. You guys, you guys ready for this one? Here you go. Here you go. You guys ready? Oh, what do you have to say? What do you deserve? You deserve all of it. Everything. You deserve this. She belongs. That's the cringiest thing ever. What a girl boss. Wow. What do you have I to say? What do you deserve? I forgot. <laughs> oh, Feminists, man, just, I'm think... so happy she lost. <laughs> I'm so happy she's the one who spiked it. Bro, you give me anyone, any athlete, and if they if if, if they keep their mouth shut and say literally nothing, and then they're, it's a it's a penalty kick or it's a free throw and they miss, and they come back and they say, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry I let you down. I tried my best. Everybody just know I'm gonna train. Play. We're gonna be like, we got your back, dude. We we know you you did you, you played the game, you gave it you gave it your all. We respect you. This video right here, what whatever it is, no one's calling it a joke. No one on the left is being like, ah, she was kidding. They're not even saying that. No. What is what what do they say? They say, they say that's a mood. The, the Huffington <laughs> Post said, uh, here you go. Megan Rapinoe holding World Cup trophy and screaming, I deserve this is a mood. Yeah, okay. This is from four years ago. No, this is an insufferable, arrogant, entitled person who absolutely represents the worst scum of the United States, the entitled millennial who screams, I deserve this. You, you well, just, would, just uh, you would never hear Tom Brady do that. Well, just contrast it with the greatest athlete of all time. Tom Brady. Well, well oh, don't, don't do this to me, <laughs> Phil. Michael Jordan. Uh, but he would, he would hug the trophy and he would kiss it. And he was known for being quite the asshole, but he was just like, in that moment, he's, he's tearful. He's he's appreciative. He's hugging his teammates. He's hugging the trophy. They always say stuff he's like, crying. They say, they thank you all so it. much. Thank you all for the support. Right. I want to thank God. I want to thank my family for being there. We all worked really hard. My teammates, they all helped him go. I deserve this. Could she you imagine if... That's just great. No, she could have been holding the trophy being like, my teammates helped me get here and I'm eternally grateful. No, she, no. She, I deserve she, this. It's, it's her in particular. She is particularly sort of self-absorbed. And I think that was that's what makes her unpleasant. Like you're saying a different person made a terrible kick during this game. We're not talking about her. No. We're only talking about Megan Rapinoe because it, she has made, especially women's soccer, but women's sports generally, this very divisive issue, both from the pay stuff, from the transgender stuff. She... Uh, love the celebrity she got from some of their wins and used it to be the one to kneel on the field, to be the one and, to out. And women's sport needs every single eyeball it can get. But instead, she's like, I am going to make they're this. they're the most toxic yep. and just 
just objectionable, uncharismatic people that are just out there so full of themselves. They don't sound like team players. And it's just so bad for women's sports. And people are just like, all right, I think I'm going to go. I, I'm glad that, like, you know, the NFL's start, got started, preseason started last week. What so do you deserve? Real sports. God, it's so bad. I deserve this. I. It is. It feels so good, oh, God. knowing that she missed an easy kick, and spiked the game for the United States, and it's on her, and then she laughs about it. I don't even think she cares. She just laughed. No, I don't think she does care. It, bro. There, are, I, I, I remember when I was working. This is, this is like ten years ago. I was at Vice, and we were watching the World Cup and Brazil. Do you remember that game in like 2013? I think it was 2013, where Brazil lost like eight zero. It was just like the most brutal defeat. Can we look that? When was that? And people were crying. There were there were players crying. There were people it was crying to Sweden as well. It was what? It was to Sweden as well. Really? Yeah. They've been our been our like essentially our rival in the U.S. Women's National Team. Was it the 2014 World Cup? Match? It was, was it 2014? It no, might have been 2014. I'm, not, I'm asking. Does, let's see. Does anybody understand the argument? that they should have equal pay given that they don't have as much in terms of revenue? Because I don't understand what the argument is. Does communism. anybody understand it? Communism. Oh, communism. Okay, cool. <laughs> that makes sense. That's what I was assuming. It's but. communism. It just makes them feel better that way. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's it's not a successful business venture. It's yeah. not generating it's, the same it's only, revenue. It, it, it is, doesn't make any sense. It is about equal, like equity. It's about, well, we go out there and we put in the same effort, which there's no way to measure the amount of effort that they put in versus well, what the men put even in. Even if they and do, who cares? I mean, their yeah. argument for a while <laughs> well, was well, like, point, we the, are more successful, the, we win no, more games, no, no, but no, no, that's no. not, but doesn't that, make how much money no, you this guys, whole sport you guys, generates. Guys, guys, you gotta, you gotta understand, okay? There's no women's sports anymore. The reason why we need equal well, pay. Oh, this is heaven. Yes. The reason why we need equal pay <laughs> is because we have the sometimes people wear dresses division and the sometimes people wear pants division. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so that's that's what they're breaking it down by fair enough when fair the left enough. says oh God, women's dude. sports they don't mean yeah they don't biological female is. they mean people who sometimes wear dresses right. <laughs> that's it no but but for real that's what that, that's what it is i'm gonna and so i'm gonna get in the hall of fame is it, is it, sometimes is it, I, dresses. if michael jordan put on a dress we're gonna pay him less money no, no, no. Michael yeah. Jordan, he gets paid the same even if he's wearing a dress or he's wearing pants. <laughs> that's that's why we need equal pay. Oh, goodness gracious. It's true. I, Yo, I, I just hey, don't understand. Next. I just don't understand the the argument. It's like it it is honestly it is communist. It's bizarre to me that yeah. they, they just make it so overtly. And all right, look, I saw Mehdi Hassan who was going ballistic about this, and he's like, "I'm so accustomed to seeing all the conservatives, the true blue, the hug the flag, the shoot your guns, the two A, the Bible thumb, da 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 da." And then he goes, he goes, "They always root for the for the USA, but now all of a sudden they don't." It's like, That's yeah, Mehdi. That's provocation. They don't, root, they don't root for us. That's provocation. He does not actually care. Right. It doesn't bother him. No. So the point that he's making is trying to get people to engage with him so that way he can be dishonest. It's not about whether or not... It's not about whether or not people are patriotic. He is trying to hold people to a standard that is imaginary because he does not hold those those no, positions at all. Not. So it's just a communist provocation. Flip him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's Megan Rapinoe hates the United States. It's not that, it's not that complicated. No, no I, she I totally does. But, but me, so does Mehdi Hassan. That's my yeah. point. Well, it makes me sad for all of the other female players who are now like maybe it's a good thing that Megan Apple was retiring and so there's a chance for the women on this team to potentially say like hey we don't agree with her we don't want to be a part of this political activism 
she has been our team captain and dominated our culture and made it so we are forced to behave this way which of course they have their choices they're allowed to do whatever they want right uh but that's really the only way to drive people back to women's soccer they have to start winning again which obviously i i don't play professional sports i don't know what kind of challenge that is and they have to not be the political epicenter of liberalism right now yes well there, there will be uh, a, a huge sigh of relief by many of the players on that team i would imagine with her gone because she just sucked the the air out of every room. Well, because she deserves this. Because she, she deserves this. Nobody else. Panic. Obviously. No, I mean, she deserves all of this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, and she, unreal. She called it, this, this, this is it, man. We, you love to see karma because you want people to be respectful, grateful, nice to each other, humble. Right. And she's the epitome of arrogant leftism. Mm-hmm. Now to have her losing this way, yeah, I'm gloating. I will gloat all the way. Same. Yeah. Well, and it reminds when this with the Huffington Post article came out four years ago, you know, women's sports, women's soccer was performing well. They were winning. Uh, and there were so many people who were saying, you know, they we need to talk about them more. Girls need these these uh, folk heroes in sports so they know they can achieve all this stuff. Like they I, never tell you why girls need that. Also, no one should look at Megan Rapinoe and say, I would like to live life the way you do because you treat people poorly. You're not a good you don't have good character. Yeah. I think regardless of whether she's a good athlete or not. She is not the model well, of behavior you'd want anyone to be like, there, look, younger, ch- young child, do that. There's another angle of, of uh, <laughs> ridiculousness to this is that women's soccer really got a head start on the rest of the world by like 20 or 30 years. So they have this w- way overly inflated ego about their position in the sport because they're like, look, we're better than the men's team compared to the rest of the world. It's like, no, 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 no. You got a head start on the rest of the world because women weren't really playing soccer or football in the rest of the world. So now the now the rest of the world's catching up and you're going to have to get real that yeah. uh, we're probably going to get surpassed. Yeah. Well, she deserves this. <laughs> she does. I mean, I just yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to shut it to you. We're going to jump to this next story. I have to do this one right away cuz I owe Neo an apology. Neo defends his opinion, clarifies apology after declaring opposition to children undergoing medical gender transition. I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth on the publicist's computer. So let's break the story down. We got this from Rolling Stone. Neo apologizes for criticizing parents who support children deciding their gender identity. Saying gender identity is nuanced and I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself on the topic so I can approach future conversations with more empathy. Basically, he goes on this <laughs> podcast and he's like, kids can't decide this stuff. I feel like parents don't know what it means to be parents anymore. If a kid comes and says he wants to eat candy all day and you let him, he'll do it. He says, if your five-year-old son comes and says, I feel like a girl... You're going to rock with that? He's like, these kids can't make these permanent life decisions. What ends up happening is he puts out this post on Twitter saying, I'd like to express my deepest apologies. After much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with my comments on parenting and gender identity. I've always been an advocate and love, blah, blah, blah. I understand how my comments could have been interpreted. Gender identity is nuanced, and I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself on the topic so I can approach, blah, blah, blah. I lead with love and support. Well, he put out a video. I'm going to play this video for you. You can hear it straight from him. You guys ready? Yep. What's going on, loved ones? This is Neo. All right, listen. I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think, about what I do, what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. 
First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community whatsoever. I ain't got no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. However, somebody asked my opinion on this matter and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere <laughs> or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period, point blank, and that's how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more. Wow. Right? And I got no problem yeah, with that. I'm a hustler. Right? Oh, I'll yeah. figure it out. I got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said... Y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because as I said, they're not important. They're not special. Everybody got one and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine. All right. Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's Neo. Peace and love. So that that was not not only Incredible. did he come out and say no to that apology. He did it in a very, very, very strong way. Yep. So, uh. I feel, I, look, I want to. I want to defend myself a little bit. Like I had no idea he was going to do this. Of course, most most of these celebrities come out and go, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm a whiny baby." This dude just came out, manly, ten out of ten. Like I was saying, you're not a man, you're not a father. No, no, no. This dude is a real man, is a real father. This is what fathers should be doing. This is what men should be doing. He did it right. He was respectful. He said, "I'm not trying to offend you," and I'm like, "That's exactly right." None of us are trying to offend people. We're right. trying to express ourselves. Mm -hmm. But I want to point out. You notice he said, I would never be okay with a kid doing something that detrimental to themselves. Yeah. yeah. He's outright saying it is harm. It's not just a, how could you know, like, how could you feel the way? No, he's outright saying it's bad. It's modern lobotomies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, literally. Well, I think he's just telling the truth. But what's so, what's so remarkable about it is that in the music industry in particular, you just can't get away with this. Like, I, I tweeted out a couple hours ago, like, if you appreciate this guy, this honesty, and if you want to support this man and you want to see more truth in the world, it's really important we rally around this dude because I think they're going to come for him. Hard. Yeah, I want to know what happened with his publicist there because obviously <laughs> a statement went out and he's like, "It's not you're going to hear from me and not the publicist computer uh, computer." Which, by the way, we have to note how many times he was like, "It's me, Neo, and this is my message." By the way, it's me, Neo, like signed off yeah. with his name. He's not afraid that this is his opinion. Uh, I I think it's interesting that there was a statement released at all and he's obviously not okay with it uh, i assume his publicist is getting fired probably rightly so but then what was the conversation behind the scenes were they like you have to put out a statement he's like oh yeah let me think about what i want to say and then i'll comment on it and they were like right. anyway so we're posting this which didn't even really it sounds like every gender identity educated university bachelor's degree person i've ever heard who's <laughs> like oh yes i will educate myself and this is new and da, 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 da. like it's generic this is obviously much stronger and much fresher i also think it's much more relatable to parents who are like Definitely. i'm not going to change my i have a, a million children to raise and mm -hmm. i'm not going to waver in this did he say he's got seven kids he said yeah he has five kids he's a, bunch he, of girls. five boys two girls and i, I want to yeah. clarify too because i don't know what we said but he's a singer right people have been calling him a rapper no he's a singer. no he's a singer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I see people, people saying he deleted the video. I don't know if anyone can check. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Where, where was it posted? See, I'm telling you, his publicist has access to his Twitter, and oh, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was it posted to his Twitter? I don't know. Look, it, it looks like an Instagram thing to me, but I'm right. not so up on the technology. Let me, let me just say, wherever this shakes out, whatever post actually ultimately ends up being the one of record for Neo in this in this time frame, yeah. it is obvious this is who this guy is. Hopefully yeah. it's the one where he's beating up his publicist <laughs> like, for changing his stuff. <laughs> for he real, man. That. No, I want Neo, that up. <laughs> change your password. This yeah. is the moment. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, true. break free. Break yeah. free. It's, it does seem crazy that they, I mean, I don't know if that's actually deleted, so I don't want to like propagate false information, but right. uh, I'm sure the internal publicist who charges him thousands and thousands of dollars to do their services is now freaking out because they're like, no, we already put out a party line and you're no, supposed the, to stick the, to our the, opinion. The video's on his, on his Instagram. Okay. I just checked. All right, great. Yeah. I don't think the video's gone. Stand yeah, right strong, here, Neil. Say about what I say, whatever. Yeah, I don't, really I don't think it's gone. <laughs> Not only that, but like he's coming after the media too. Because they got this one story where it says Neo condemns parents allowing children to transition. And he's he responded, first and foremost, I condemn no one. Who am I to condemn anybody? Your life, your kids, your choice. I was asked a question. I answered it. My opinion is mine. I'm not asking anybody to agree with me, nor am I telling you what you can and cannot do with your children. I stated my opinion on the matter, and that's that. Why should I care, why should I care if my opinion upsets you when you don't care if yours upsets anyone? Yo. Opinions aren't yeah. special. <laughs> well. We all have one. People voice them regularly, whether they're asked or not. Dude, that was based. Why <laughs> oh. should I care if my opinion upsets you when you don't care if your opinion upsets anyone else? Yeah, that's exactly. such a good line. Wow. But that's been just... That's <laughs> been true. Singer, a good lyricist over here. That's been true for years. Yeah, yeah, he is a lyricist, so yeah. there you go. I'm, I'm proud of him. I'll just say it. Yeah. I'm proud of it. Yeah, Good I'm going to buy him. some Neo merch after this. Just, <laughs> yeah. just to give him some shots out. We got to get a Neo jersey or whatever to hang on the <laughs> yeah, wall like yeah, yeah. Luke did with Kyrie Irving. Yeah. 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 No, but I think there's something to be said about that. I mean, why should he have to guard his opinion based on what... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Random people on the internet think of him. Well, I what's mean, even... What's don't even listen to his music if you don't like him. Don't freak out. Well, what's even crazier about it is, like, his opinion is, by all accounts, unless you're a lunatic reasonable <laughs> he's saying that children aren't prepared to make these decisions that's it and then he's going out of his way to say and i'm also not condemning them let me take it another step neo i am condemning yeah. them. <laughs> yeah if you're a parent and you're actually allowing your kid to make these decisions before they're of age you're a bad parent Ima imagine a parent absolutely being like my five-year-old identifies as a cowboy so i'm going to buy him a gun <laughs> like, yeah. Nah, he could he yeah. could get hurt. Or from he there. thinks he's a bird. We're going skydiving. This is all like, what are we talking <laughs> well, about? Well, to, to be my... fair, with the, with a proper instructor, skydiving is nowhere near as bad as like giving a child a gun. <laughs> no, or he he's a race car true. driver, so give him the keys to the car. Right, right. Just go, let him do it. There are tons yeah. of terrible decisions parents could make. I just think this one is obviously one people are questioning and especially since this is not a minority opinion neo is actually among a lot of people who say this is not something we should yeah, just encourage they shouldn't point be giving they shouldn't be giving uh teenagers plastic surgery of any kind no yeah. i mean we, yeah i was talking about this the other day with some friends how in uh i think in like arizona it's really big for teenage girls to get tons of plastic surgery mm -hmm. and i'm like that's just it's not actually it's not as bad it's not sterilizing them but it's still really really bad 
And it's in a similar category where we should not be telling kids. These kids are like, my nose is bad, so I want to get surgery. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Dude, you, 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 you know what's, what's crazy to me is that we live in this world where people refuse to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Just wait until yeah. you stop growing. Bella Hadid came right? out very famously and was like, I am. I got a nose job when I was like 14, 15, something like that. Oh. And I regret it. I, my nose is part of my ancestry. I looked more like my relatives and I am sad that I did that. And, you know, she, obviously she's a successful model. Like things have been okay for her. But it is interesting that probably being pushed into a modeling career, they were like, you should change your nose. And she was like, okay, before she was old enough to understand the consequences of the decision. So you, know, you know, it's funny, you know that song, I think it's Christina Aguilera, I'm a, I could be wrong. You're beautiful or whatever. Is it you're beautiful? Did and then it's beautiful. like, it shows a whole bunch of goofy ass yeah. people in the music video, but it's like, you're beautiful or something like that. Yes, yes, I remember. I thought it was funny that, that that was the message a while ago where it's like, no matter who you are, no matter what what it is, you know, you you look like or where you come from. James Blunt, actually, it was James Blunt. Yeah, that's me there. I think uh, there's different. There's different. What am I thinking of? I'm sure I there think. have been a hundred music videos like this. I'm gonna love with you guys. There, I yeah. think this is yeah. a, James, a popular thought that's been shared. I mean, it's the the no, marriage think, of the. I, I think I'm right. The James, you you James are beautiful, Blunt, maybe. James Blunt does have one called "You're Beautiful." I mean, it's, and it's not, a banger. There are multiple songs. You are beautiful. You are beautiful, and every, it's called "Beautiful" yeah. by Christina Aguilera. I hear Clint's playlist immediately. <laughs> Yo, it's it's a banger. I'm sorry, James Blunt is he it's speaks called, to my soul. It's called "You Are Beautiful," and so we used to have this song. Sorry, we used to have this song <laughs> where it was like, no matter what you looked like, you're good. Now it's like surgery awaits if you're unhappy with your body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That I mean. Yeah, we've uh, we've gotten pretty far away, but it's 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 the same with a lot of things where it's just not really accepting human nature or how we are born or built. It's yeah. it's dangerous. The trend line is not good. I mean, look, I'm I'm probably a little more pro body modification and stuff than anyone else sitting at the table. But if you're a kid, like this stuff is not for children because your brain isn't developed. Like you got you're not your brain isn't fully developed until you're 25 or something like that. You want to you want to get b- surgeries that modify your body. Do it when you're an adult. You can live your life as a as the opposite sex if you want. I'm not personally for that stuff, but at least those kind of things aren't like they're not irreversible. And encouraging people to get serious body modification before they're even an adult is they're, unconscionable. There's some that's that's like, the, it, there's varying degrees, right? A kid who wants to get their ears pierced, we don't really care all that much about, right? Certain body modification, it's like, oh, whatever. Like a nose ring in the side or something. Yeah, but the parents he, but are like, okay. People want to, kids want to stretch their ears out and stuff like that. And it's like, look, I know tons of people with plugs and stuff, but it's like, and I used to have like gauged earrings and stuff. You probably shouldn't be doing that until you're an adult either, because even those need surgery to get made to repair if you get them too stretched out. Even- I'm, I'm, I was going to say, just the number of kids who turn 18 and get tattoos, tattoos are more and more common in, in this day and age, which doesn't have to be bad, but I bet we can all name someone whose parents said they could get a tattoo at, you know, 17, 16, and they look at that tattoo and they're like, oh, I regret this. Whoops. This was dumb. Oh, of course. I mean, then imagine it being your genitalia. I'm, I'm going to write a song called Change Your Body Because You're Ugly and You Suck. <laughs> and it's going to be a parody of these you're beautiful you are beautiful in every single way and it's going to be like no one likes you you don't fit in 
You don't look like everyone else. Therefore, surgery awaits in Hollywood. And it goes on the same album as Insulin Resistance. But but yes. <laughs> and, but but think about this. This idea. <laughs> I remember saw that. That yep. the people who claim to believe in body positivity are telling people to get surgeries to look like other people. Like right. you don't actually like their body. You're telling you're telling them to go change themselves instead of telling them that they're fine the way they are. Yeah, well, that used to be the message. It's, com it's completely inverted from what it used to be. It used mm -hmm. to be like accept yourself for who you are. Yeah, but this is the same thing with like the you know the colorblind movement. It was like all right, it, that was basically the civil rights idea was that we were going to try and get past our immutable characteristics and accept each other for who we are as individuals. Blah blah blah. Now you're a regressive and a racist if you feel that way. And it's the same thing with body acceptance. It's like, well, we used to try and advocate that you just accept yourself for who you are, how you were born. And now it's okay if you want to completely change everything from your DNA on up. And it makes sense why anxiety is on common, the rise. Man. Yeah. What's that? CRISPR is common. Yeah, no, it is. Um, if it's not already here. No, I mean. People are already doing genetic modification on themselves. It seems totally crazy. I mean, this makes sense why people are so anxious and so in search of identity, because if you're willing to modify your body to that degree there's no there's no ceiling on this you'll be always searching for the next thrill more acceptance i don't feel good yet i have to do the next thing i have to do the next thing after next thing it's endless yes. and that's ultimately one of the things that wears away <clears throat> society like to mention before with megan rapinoe you know we don't feel like we can root for her because she wouldn't root for us she wouldn't, wouldn't root for the country i mean if well, you, she would actively root against right, us. right if yeah. you don't root for yourself as you are if you're constantly seeking validation and things around you and in physical modification then how are you ever to be truly happy i think that there's a lot of i think there's m multiple uh different reasons people might want to modify their bodies um and i don't think that it's just uh people that are mentally ill or, or well and or i whatever. don't think getting gauges in your ears are the same thing as being like i would like top surgery please like very different yeah but i mean there's there's also in the future there's like the modifications that are the options that people have for modifications they're going to be significantly more broad very very soon and people that are going to decide i want to have you know stronger arms that's going to be an option people now they can they can decide they want to extend their legs nowadays there are guys that will spend six months laid up so they can get an extra two or three inches of height and you know the things that people will go to or the lengths that people will go to to change their bodies if, if people will do that for just a couple inches of height, imagine what they would do for the ability to see, you know, not just see better, but have superhuman vision. We, we already, and these things are very close. They're not that far away. What's actually, you're talking 10, 20 years ago. They do this, the hackers have been doing this thing where you sew magnets into your fingertips. Yeah. And that gives you electro, I think it's called electrosense. You put a neodymium magnet under your skin and sew it up. And then what happens is the slight vibrations from the electroma electromagnetic frequencies coming from electrical appliances and cables cause a vibration in the magnet pressing against the nerves in your hand. You can feel where electricity comes from. So 
you could literally run your hand on the wall and then feel where the the power lines are running. See, and crazy, so right? like a, a mag, like a neodymium magnet is extremely uh, non-invasive, right? It's not like putting a machine in your hand, but it still doesn't work. It doesn't work. What do you mean? It it eventually gets rejected and oh, yeah, will, it gets, will shatter and break out of your skin. Yeah, so it doesn't stay. But even still, like that's just obvious. Like you said, that was years and years and years ago that people started doing doing that, and yep. that's you know home, one guy even so home biohacking one guy even put a, a full computer in his arm under his skin like crazy stuff nuts. i i think that the the unintended consequence of all this body modification and these like i don't know hybrid human cyborg type things is that ultimately i i can only speak for men in this regard but when we had a shortfall biologically you know whether it be our height or whatever attractiveness we would either become funny or become musicians, <laughs> you know, like we would, there, there would be some You'd bounce sort of, it out with some, yeah, some you other. Would bounce, and then like, if you are able to just like go to a doctor and pay and then be this specimen, it kind of detracts from that, that other avenue of becoming a more impressive human being. I and don't know. It, I think it works in reverse to too. Let's remember Elon Musk, uh, made a lot of money and then his hairline came back. That's true. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think that there is a relationship between like being self-aware enough to say like, look, this may be, and I don't even think like some of the things we're naming are not just like actually that big of a deal. Like if you're not that tall, there are very short women in the world. You're fine. <laughs> uh, the thing is like, there are lots of Phil's not me. I'm just going to sell them out right I, now. Look, I'll tell you, I tell you what, my life would be extremely different if it wasn't for the fact that I am a rock star, okay? So <laughs> being a rock star makes up for at like, least three or four so inches. You're, reinforce, you know? you're reinforcing his theory. Because I'm not a tall guy. a really good musician. This, this Everyone knows I'm, I'm a short dude, if, so. If he was 6'4", he would have never even picked up the guitar. No, I, no, I, no. If I was a six, if, if I was a, if I was six four i'd probably rule the country see <laughs> told you it's actually a really good chance you play basketball maybe yeah. For real though yeah, yeah like the, the the taller you get the, ch the percentage chance that you played basketball gets higher and higher and higher <laughs> and there's something like if you're if you're taller than six six there's like a 17 percent chance that you've played basketball i mean you're like when you even literally when you're younger or high school or college not like and then something like if you're at seven feet then there's like a like like a 90 percent chance yeah like yeah. You, you, because they'll they'll just They'll just hire you. Like, you're yeah. tall. We don't care if you're not a play. Just... They'll literally fist fight each other to get you to sign, you know, yeah. the agents. Mm -hmm. Let's jump to the other side of the world and, and talk news. We have this story from the Defense Post. The U.S. dispatches warships after Chinese-Russian vessels patrol near Alaska. You know, we had a lot of people being like, why are you talking about Megan Rapinoe and cultural stuff? We got real news here. The U.S. Navy deployed four destroyers after detecting Chinese and Russian vessels conducting joint patrols off the coast of Alaska. Alaska Republican Senators Dan Sullivan and Lisa Murkowski revealed in a statement that at least 11 Russian and Chinese ships sailed close to the Aleutian Islands in the northern U.S. last week. This prompted the U.S. military to deploy four destroyers and a P-8 Poseidon Maritime Patrol aircraft to shadow the vessels. Murkowski explained that the incident served as a stark reminder of Alaska's proximity to both Beijing and Moscow. Incursions like this are why we are working so hard to secure funding and resources to expand our military's capacity and capabilities in Alaska and why our colleagues must join Join us in supporting those investments. Well, I got bad news for you. Your woke military is unappealing. People don't want to be involved in it. And so the best you can probably hope for is automation, unfortunately. Or a draft. No, I don't think the draft's going to work. The draft would just rip this country and, uh, rip, rip this country to shreds. Well, I, I hope you're right. I and think if people were being threatened with prison, they'd have to make that decision. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'd be crazier than uh, than than people realize, man. I, I feel like a draft isn't a realistic um, possibility until they actually. Uh, like until there's actually some kind of combat like where you have yeah, but American get, dudes getting into gunfights. I'm not mm -hmm. just talking about like Phil, you, you know how easy it is to false flag the people into Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean I'm I'm just saying that like I'm not saying that that it's out of the question. I'm just saying that I there. think there are things that have to happen sure. before no, that. I, I agree with you that, on that becomes a thing. Especially if they were to announce it tomorrow, it, there would be absolute uproar. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if they were to announce it after allegedly nope. you know, no? Nope. Okay. Lay it on. Come me. on, dude. Name a scenario in which the left and the right unify. Give me a second. You're going to have to think hard <laughs> on this one because I, I don't see any circumstance. Let's say Vladimir Putin goes on TV and says, fire the missiles, and then he hits a red button and a nuke flies. Half the country goes, this is Joe Biden's fault. You did this. It's your fault. The other half says, we need to rally the troops and go fight against Russia. No, oh. no unification. And then if Joe Biden calls for the draft, people are going to actively be like, It'll, it'll get I, I have the scenario. It's been it's been fomenting for quite some time, actually, because the GOP and their voters have been convinced that the CCP is their arch enemy. So you have some sort of leak that comes out about the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the origin story there, and and it's now proven, quote unquote. Simultaneously, Putin nukes Kiev. Now you have the catalyst uh, from both sides to be furious and accept it. I'm just a I, double a double false flag at yeah, once. Come on, I Tim. I, I they, don't think <laughs> you will get. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't think you will get. You can maybe get a small portion of conservatives, but nobody's fighting for Joe Biden. You know why? Because Russia could fire a nuke, and China could admit to the Wuhan lab leak, and then Joe Biden's going to come out and be like, "We need all of you to come together and 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 fight for this cause." And conservatives are, conservatives are going to say, you actively support pedophiles. And I'm not talking about weird conspiracy theories. I'm talking about these books in schools. I'm talking about the groomer events that these people are mm. putting on. It doesn't matter what happens. I can't imagine a conservative being like, you know, I know that Biden sniffs kids. And I know that the left actively supports these ex sexually graphic books being given to children. I'm going to fight for those people. Right. Not going to happen. Well, it, I mean, yeah, I guess it would it would require... It would require loss of life, unfortunately. I think it would be a Pearl Harbor 9-11 type event. I, 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 you don't I, think that would galvanize Absolutely people? not. Wow. People thought COVID would unite this country. Yeah. That that this massive threat, and but it in the did in not. The, in the first 60 days, we were pretty united in horror. Yeah, but we were not united in our efforts together. You had, you had, you had the first, the right was like, everyone should wear masks. And the left was like, no. And then Fauci comes out saying, don't wear masks. And then all of a sudden, a few months later, it switches like right. there's no there's no unification of this. Yeah, and, well, and, and if I they were to if they were to bomb, yeah, you're right. I probably wouldn't be that upset depending on where it landed. If <laughs> if if another Pearl Harbor happened right now, there would probably be riots against Joe Biden for having caused the escalation by funding war in Ukraine. See, that's interesting you say that because I'm not at all convinced that the right wing is capable of actually rioting. Like January 6th was as close as they got, and that was pretty tepid. No, I, I agree. Let, let's 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 break it down by actual how things go. The U.S. government then calls in a draft of some sort. Right. And then you get massive conflict with people resisting and rejecting. Police are going to be split in half there. I mean, cops are already siding with a bunch of woke policies. But let's just put it simply that if anything happened to this country that resulted in hard military action, there would be it would be bedlam. Yeah. You're not going to get conservatives being like, this is the one issue where we've decided to stand and salute Joe Biden. 
Never going to happen. Okay. And especially when you look at 69% of, cons of Republicans believing that Biden is illegitimate, they will never salute that man under any circumstances. Well, let me let me say, one, you make me more hopeful. And two, uh, to all of the conservative listeners and viewers out there, I hope you're taking this to heart. If there is a draft for an immoral war that is unjustified, <laughs> you have every duty not to go. Can I They're talking about it now. The, I'm the, sure. The op-eds are popping up saying it's time for a draft. Oh, I know. A draft. And it's because... Look, when I talk to people who have resigned their commissions or who are saying like, when am I, when I, when am I four years are up, I'm gone. They're blaming wokeness. Yep. They're saying that these, these policies are the antithesis of what I'm, what I wanted to fight for. And now I'm disgusted. One guy told me he wanted to be a careerist and now he's resigning his commission and he's yep. leaving there. I don't see anything that's going to make people on the right agree with this. Yeah. What kind of uh, military conflict do you guys expect to see in uh, in well, the South Asian Sea right now, take, because take, there take are several American ships, you know, outside of Korea, in Australia. Take, take oh, a look at this. this they they, dis We're not they doing dispatched. Nothing. Yeah, they dispatched warships over the Aleutians. Mm -hmm. People need to understand. We're not talking about the main body of Alaska. We're talking about the Aleutians. And if you come down here to like Atu Station, yo, know, that's right next to like Russia. Yeah, it's equidistant between the two. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like it, it, Alaska and Russia, right next to each other. Look at this. You got St. Lawrence Island. Yo, you're you're right there. And so if Russia and China are having ships sail around the Bering Sea, they're going to be near the Aleutian Islands where there's a whole lot of nothing. Now, to be fair, but get a lot of our nothing. crab from Unalaska. That's where they do that show about crabbing. And uh, Unalaska, don't mess with our crab, Vlad. I think it's on Atka. Is it on Atka? No, where is it? I don't know where Unalaska is. Is it here? At where is it at? Well, I could probably just type it in. But they're in the Aleutians. They get crab. They do. The, they do the crabbing stuff there. So this is a huge stretch of islands that goes all the way towards Russia, very close to Japan. Even well, I shouldn't say very close, but it's like look at this. Like look how close that I is. I mean, closer than what California, right? Oh yeah, substantially so, close. Like, very close to Japan, comparably. Yeah, and I think the Bering Strait is like what, like fifty miles or something. I no, mean, it's not not far. And fake I mean, Diomede right here. Who owns that? Russia from her house. <laughs> is that Russia? <laughs> oh no, it's Alaska. Diomede is Alaska. Big Diomede. Who owns Big Diomede? I've heard like these islands, you know, there'll be scientists who go back and forth and it's kind of this weird diplomatic relationship because yeah. they're studying similar areas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, well, this is they dying island. Island. Look at this. There's no reason for us to be enemies with Russia. I've been saying this for years. It's so it's so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Is this for real? Diomede Island? That's amazing. That's beautiful. Wow. Let's podcast from there. I feel like yeah. that'd be fun. Let's, let's just uh, let's just let's just let's just go. <laughs> it's the winter for six months. I think that's one thing that the American people Come on, people, New Hampshire, you can do it. Uh, the American people really aren't privy to how much uh I don't know, calm the both the CCP as well as uh you know Putin has has demonstrated towards the West given how deeply the West has gotten involved in the war in Ukraine in terms of giving them, you know, basically whatever weaponry they want. There's now attacks that are happening within within Russia that are almost certainly from weaponry that's been uh, provided by the West. Like how I don't know how we can still pretend as if this isn't antagonistic to the point that they would be justified in counterattacking. And I'm just so grateful that it hasn't happened. 
The U.S. commissioned their first uh, naval vessel in Australia like yes. last week. And we're just pretending Whoa. like we did it for fun. No way. We just like Sydney that much. Like, no, obviously we did it for a reason. There's a reason why the first time we ever commissioned a, uh, a naval ship outside of the uh, domestic port was Australia. It was because it's wait, recently? China. Hello. Last week. The first. Wow. You can Worst read about it on TimCast News. Oh, really? Yes. I got I got to read that website. It's a really good website. It's the best, in my opinion. <laughs> That's what I've been told. Yeah. It's not as good as Casper, what? but it's pretty good. Well, you know, they do different things. To be fair. <laughs> when was that? When, when's that article from? I'll send it to you because I wrote it. I think it was like forty-eight hours. Because <laughs> I wrote it. That's why I know about it. Because I wrote it. Uh, well, I just pull it up. It's from <clears throat> I think a week ago, maybe two weeks ago at this point. Two weeks ago, I thought you said it was this week. Yeah, it was this that summer. Was that was fake news. It was an inaccurate. Time is moving in a crazy Time way. Time is moving. Um, but it was. It's the U.S. USS Adelaide. It's named after uh, a ship that they had before. The Adelaide uh, rescued. I have to read my own article again and review the facts. <laughs> but it, it it was an Australian ship that rescued uh, an American ship, and so they've named it in honor of it. Uh, but again. This press release came out from the DOD and they were like, it's so fun. We just, you know, had this ship and it was made in Alabama and we sent it to Australia. And anyways, we commissioned it. Everything's fine. Don't ask any questions. Can, can I tangent briefly? Because I'm I'm really disturbed that there hasn't just I'm thinking about China right now. And I'm, I'm just so disturbed that there hasn't been additional follow up by this current session, uh, congressional session from the GOP in terms of figuring out the origin story of COVID. Like, is there going to be anything do we know? Republicans don't do anything. So I, I have this story from <laughs> yes, San Diego Tribune. It says the San Diego-based Canberra will become the first U.S. warship commissioned in an allied Canberra, country. Canberra, not allied. It was Canberra, right? Yeah. I looked it up and it's a combat ship. This was uh, end of May. So it was a couple months ago. Is that a couple months ago? That yeah. is wild. It, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you are right. It was two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. This, I was going to say, there's no way I remember <laughs> what on. I wrote from, from the, 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 uh, uh, the order was May. The official commissioning was July 22nd, mm -hmm. but and, the story is from May. Yeah. Uh, I sent you my link to mine, which was last week or two weeks ago or whatever it was. But I that, published the that, July 24th. But it is interesting that we have been talking. This was public. The DOD was saying we're going to build a ship mm -hmm. uh, and a, a diplomat from Australia, not a diplomat, a, a state senator from Australia came to Alabama and toured the facility. And now we're like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Well, what I find fa fascinating is that it's so clear that the... The Taiwan issue is like the military industrial complex of the of the United States clearly wants this conflict to escalate it, mm -hmm. whether or not they actually want there to be a war or they just want to be able to fill their coffers and and create more weaponry. I don't know which. But what's interesting to me is that it would be so beneficial to them to figure out this Wuhan piece of the, you know, in the ingredients in terms of even if it were I mean, if it were true, there'd be a lot of reason that people would want to go to war with China. And if it's not true, they would probably want to flip it to propagandize the American people into I believing think the, so. I think the American people, I think if, if everything gets out about what went on in the Wuhan lab, I don't think the United, the American people are going to be in any position to demand the United States going to war with China because I think the United States had a lot to do with actually doing that. So the I U.S. Agree. blaming China and being like, oh, we're going to go ahead and, and have a military action against China when the United States was was at, at the very least neck deep in funding and, right. and direct was was there I, ever a time in this country where you could just turn the TV on, watch football, pull the lever on your recliner, crack a beer, wings at your side, and that was life? Because we like to sometimes imagine that's the case, but I don't think that's ever been the case. Maybe for like a brief period in the 90s, 
But there's always been something going on to great degrees of escalation. And I want to point out, too, I think after the fall of the Soviet Union, we did have this period sort of where we owned the world. Oh, yeah. Figuratively, but, you know, kind of not, if you know what I mean. No, it was pretty literal. I mean, from 91 on, you have the U.S. dollar reserve currency that's just totally dominant. You've also now crushed your primary enemy. They're gone. There's everybody else is still kind of recovering from World War II or or different uh, conflicts. And it's like there was no one that was even close. But the problem is, is that we squandered it. We had almost no national debt. We have the dollar reserve uh, you know, position on the global scale and an economy that's absolutely crushing it. Uh, and we just we just blow it all for nothing. And and we look back on it. It's like, yeah, we were in this time of peace and prosperity and we traded it all for what? Like, What did we get for this? I'm not surprised, though. I'm not necessarily you know, we, surprised. We hear these but stories about sad. people win the lottery, and what do they do? They buy golden statues of themselves, right? You know, just ridiculous. It's improved, but uh, for the longest time, it's like people would win the lottery and they would just buy nonsense. They would do dumb things. Now they invested and they, you know, they they set up trusts and things. They have good lawyers because there was this big like public. There was stories about you know night lottery horror stories about people's lives were ruined by the lottery, and then they were like, "You guys need to get advisors on this." But what happens when you get a generation in this country that is is gifted? We are, we are the children of the greatest generation, the boomers. Uh, I'm not saying the boomers are the greatest. I'm saying quite literally the greatest generation who fight, fights in World War II. We have, a, we have a nation of veterans, people who see combat. And then we get this period in the 90s where millennials are, are growing up being handed to a certain degree this easy life. Then we get a bunch of crises. We get the Great Recession. You get a lot of bad things. covid Millennials have seen some uh, some bad stuff, right? The issue, though, is imagine growing up in the Great Depression. When you're an adult, you're grateful. You're like, things are good. And no matter how bad they get, you grow up in the Depression, then all of a sudden you get World War II, and you're just like, hey, look, man, I've seen some stuff. Right. Millennials were born into the most beautiful time with parents being able to provide for them in ways, on average, not everybody, but on average, better than we've ever seen. Now they're all entitled. They were handed this gift. They squandered it, and now they're entitled and angry. Well, and and to in their defense, <laughs> there has been a lot of mismanagement, particularly through their adult years, that has been uh, given them sure. given them serious reason to be upset. I mean, from the 08 banking crisis that was largely a Fed created fiasco, um, but then the the lockdowns. It's largely. Well, it's not entirely. There's there was still there was still Fannie and Freddie that were packaging up, uh, you know, triple B garbage and selling it off as triple A. So like there's <laughs> yeah, but Fannie and Freddie that, that was that was that's go- a government entity. I know, I know, but that's not the Fed. So okay, okay, okay all right. So the Fed, all right, my my, my my bad. I misunderstood you. I thought you it's meant- almost entirely a government phenomenon. Yes, yes, okay. Right, Phil bad, wants you bad. to blame the government. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, look you, at who I'm talking you, you to. Know, here. You know, like, I'm gonna. I mean, he doesn't want that- you to come on the show unless you're fully blaming the government. <laughs> but my friends. We do have hope. One man stands out above the rest, and that man is Tucker Carlson. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Rogan says Tucker Carlson could win the presidency in 2028 if the fired Fox News host decides to run. He is no nonsense. Why doesn't Joe have Tucker on his show? That would be be the biggest. I think think it'd be the biggest episode he's ever done. As, as As of right now, it would be the biggest podcast probably ever done. But then does Rogan have to go on Tucker's show? Like, who goes on whose show first? Actually, well, look, hold on. Simulcast it. If, I, I think if right now Joe and Tucker did an episode, 
it would be potentially the biggest podcast ever done. But if Joe and Trump do a podcast, it's the biggest, the biggest ever done. It's the most beautiful on top of that. <laughs> Joe Trump and uh, and Tucker Carlson on the uh, let's go on the, oh, on the culture man. podcast. Let's go, dude. Oh, right over there. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but if you got if you got Rogan, Carlson, and Trump in one room for one like two or three hour conversation, be amazing. It would. It, everyone in the world would be would be listening in. Do that at Mar-a-Lago. Jeez, I would absolutely love that. That would Do be you, awesome. I don't think that Tucker has any. Uh, I don't think he's going to run. No. Yeah. Why would you want to if you're him? Like, you get to do whatever you want right now from Maine, as far as I'm concerned. Like, you live your life. You get to have fun guests on. You have enormous influence, but you don't have the restrictions that the president does or the responsibilities of the president. And and if you think Tucker's not paying attention to the fact that, you know, they're trying to put Trump in prison, you know? Like, he's a father. Do you think that that he's going to risk jail time to tell the truth to the American people? I don't think so. And I don't think that, I think someone like Tucker, someone that is that much of an outsider, or at least treats the establishment and the specifically the security uh, and and intelligence apparatus that the government built um that treats it with such disdain and and speaks so frankly about it i think that he would be a target right away and he would be targeted by the by the that apparatus in a similar fashion to the way that trump was the big issue though is how much power tucker would have to give up to be president right he wouldn't become more influential. He wouldn't gain more. He it would be less. Yeah, it'd, Tuck- be a, it'd be a different power though. I mean, like, like theoretically, if if the figurehead position of president actually has any true power, he would be able to uh, remedy some of the things that he's pointed out with his journalism. Trump shows that it does. Okay, they, tell me. Well, I think for the most part, they expect presidents to be figureheads who fall in line and just march in lockstep. You're allowed to affect domestic policy, negotiate amongst your party, and but don't screw with our plans. The fact that they are so desperately trying to destroy Trump shows when you're the president, you have the power. Yeah, you can do now, something. Now, they may defy you, lie, cheat, and steal, keep our troops overseas, but Donald Trump can go on television and say, I, as the president, hereby order it be done, and now they're in trouble. Yep. Do you do you guys buy this QAnon thing that's happening? What? Over the past 48 hours, there was this lady that uh, that puts out this video where she's talking about how... <laughs> like I can't even break it down. It's so nutty sounding to me. But Trump then truthed it, whatever that means. And then like General, whatever his name is, the guy that got thrown in jail and then got released. Flynn. He, yeah, Flynn. Now the Q stuff is 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 nonsense. What but Trump say? Trump is pumping it though, dude. Like it's he's going hard on it. I've never seen anything like That's it. It's terrible. What you, but what are you even what, talking about? Yeah. What does she say? It's just it's a it's like a five minute video. She says a bunch of bonkers stuff. I don't know if any of it's legitimate, guys. I you just can't introduce some of I'm it sorry. and then not explain it. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's it sounds totally crazy. Now it you does. have to do a, they, a right, video they on said, it when you get home. They said all right. They said that it was like the the United States is a corporation that's bankrupt, and Joe Biden's the president of this bankrupt corporation. But he Trump is still when, the actual he, president. No! Yeah, dude. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> when did he When did he post this? I think it was yesterday. I think. No. A couple days ago? I don't know. It wasn't that long ago. I'm looking at his truth right now. I'm going back. I don't see anything. What am I missing? What What am I supposed to be looking for? There's this older lady that was on the news in- On Fox? In Euro- no, in Europe. I don't know. I, I Bro, three days ago, well, he retruthed these. Maybe he re- deleted it. I don't know. Retruthed? Well, these are retruths. He's retruthing old <laughs> retruthing. Retruth. <laughs> Again, he should have made it Trump, Trumpet, and then he'd be retrumpeting oh, Trumpet, something. Yo. I don't understand. 
Okay, here's one yeah. day ago. He says yeah. rigged election, blah, blah, blah. No, look, I'll just tell you that yeah. that the U.S. is a corporation stuff is... It sounds like nonsense to me, but it, I don't it know. Is, yeah, it, it, is. it is nonsense. The, Ron DeSantis is getting roasted consistently no matter what he does or says, but he made a really good point that I completely agree with on the 2020 election. He said, whoever puts their hand in the Bible on, the, on January 20th won. I've been saying something very similar. Trump lost. And they're like, no, he didn't, no, he didn't. I'm like, yes, he did. Because if he won, he'd be standing up there winning. This, you know, it don't really, yeah. really grinds my gears <laughs> is that people think this is the one time, the one time there was malfeasance in an election or something yeah, like, like as if the entirety of elections have always been some dirty, underhanded scheme to find loopholes to gain power. Always. Perhaps the shadow campaign, as described by Time magazine, is the worst we've seen it. Right. Fair point. But, yo, there's there's powerful global uh, interests, businesses, big businesses, light bulb manufacturers, you know, <laughs> they're, 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 they're trying to make LED lights. I'm half kidding. They are. But uh, uh, there are powerful, powerful people in this country who want to win, to set law and policy, and they will do whatever they can to get it. That means this idea that Election Day is some holiday where we all smile, walk down to the voting booth, wave and then shake hands and say, I'm going to cast my vote for this person. Best of luck to your candidate, sir. And then when the news comes in saying, well, unfortunately, your candidate was shy by five votes. They go, oh, well, gee golly, I'll try harder next time. Has never been the case. No. People have always been doing shady stuff. There's always been lies and manipulation and they will do whatever so that on the 20th, they can stand before this country and say they won. Yeah. Winning is not about this this hokey vision of people casting a ballot. Well, I think it's war. I think yeah, well that's that's the thing that's changed though in my lifetime is that now when you lose a federal election, you feel like there's a chance that you and your loved ones might go to prison. <laughs> you know like and I'm not even like being really hyperbolic cuz had Trump won, the January 6th stuff probably, you know, even if it were to have transpired, it wouldn't have ended up with people serving massive <laughs> massive time. Um but that's really where we're at now is like where depending on which side wins, the other side feels as if they are jeopardized in an ex existential fashion. Mm -hmm. And that's Wait, disturbing. I think maybe I found the video that you're talking about. This one from GB Views. Yeah, that's the one. And what is it? She like, can it, will it play? It's, it's long, dude. Don't, don't even. It's, it's, it's long. <laughs> don't go there. And, and honestly. Oh, it's it's I, 10 minutes long. There's yeah. no way we're going to be able yeah. to break that down. And it's like a screen grab of a Turk, someone from Turkey <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. watching <laughs> British news. But, but Trump puts it out. He, he like he retruthed it or whatever. So I and he's like he's like this is brilliant. This woman and I'm like, this sounds this sounds like the <laughs> is the it this girl with the blonde hair? No no no, it's an older like, lady that they're just, interviewing. Someone just tweeted it at me. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna watch. Definitely gonna watch it later. Yeah, Bill's Check gonna give you a full so review have, tomorrow. <laughs> we have this super chat from Nick Long. He said Q is real. Look up X22 report for actual information on Q. The info y'all have is half-truths. Why does the media attack Q so much? Think about it. I'll tell you why. Um, look, the media is a lot of liars and a lot of activists. And we still use a lot of these sources. We just have to fact-check them. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you my views on this stuff. First, a lot of it is, you know, when, when this stuff first started coming out and people were tweeting about Q, I was like, I don't, I don't know. You know, I'll take a look at what this is. And then sure enough, there was a lot of garbled gibberish nonsense. Right. And there were a lot of like Nostradamus style statements where it was like, the raven has has lifted. The suitcase has been deposited. Saturday comes. And people, people would start taking these posts and then dissecting what they could mean with news reports. And I'm like, okay, y'all lost it. 
It's that then Taylor I, Swift I, lyrics. Then I actually <laughs> met some people and I had a guy ask me if I would report on Trump becoming president on March 7th or whatever the date was. And I was like, my friend, that's not going to happen. Right. And he was like, no, man, you got to be the real news. Like, this is true. You got to look it up. And I was like, I did. It's not true. Right. And then sure enough, Trump did not become president. Well, see, that, that's the thing that, that rubs me the wrong way about this. My, my aunt did the same thing to me. She was like, she's like, Clint, you have a political podcast. You got to talk about this stuff. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think it's all nonsense. I'm sorry, auntie. But it's just the, the I, history of it is not good. I had someone come to me after the election, 2020, and they said, why aren't you reporting on the fact that Trump did win and that he's still the president and that he's going to be brought in in March and Biden is not really the, the victor? And I was like, what are you talking about? What makes you believe this? And he was like, you're going to look so dumb <laughs> when Trump is inaugurated on in March. And I was like, honestly, rated in March. I said, if it's if it's true that Trump that does happen, I didn't say anything about it. So I won't look one way or the other. If I come out right now and do a whole segment about how it's not going to happen. Sure, maybe. But I'm not even talking about it at all because it's yeah. nonsense. Right. But but here's what happened. They said. In March, first it was like, it'll be the real inauguration will be January, then February, then March. Then they talk about how it used to be that inauguration was in March, but after the Civil War, it changed and they they shifted it back. And there's a reason for that. You can read the history. It's about them trying to stop short and lame duck sessions or something like this. Then they were like, after March, they were like, well, that's because it's actually going to be in June. And I'm like, oh, and then June came (laughs) around, nothing happened. And they're like, yeah, but it's because my favorite conspiracy theory with the Q stuff was that. Joe Biden was actually already arrested and that he was secretly pretending to be president to shield Donald Trump because we were at war with Russia. That's, that's, that's wild. Like, but you that's know, wild. As opposed to being a doomsday cult where you constantly uh, extend the calendar window by which your prediction has to come true, they are a hopium cult. Where like yeah. the 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 deadline by which the good thing that's supposed to happen that will never happen <laughs> it gets extended sixty days every time. It drives me nuts. But anyways, Trump actually was like fully acknowledging these insane ramblings of this Q that's lady, worrisome. and I was like, that's I was like, are, well, right, this is the reason I'm I, I brought it up to Tim actually is because if all right, so there, here's the two options: Trump is either a a you know he's actually in on this Q thing and it's real, which I don't believe at all, or He's lying to his supporters and and leading them on with this nonsense, which is not a good thing. Or he's actually duped by it, which is maybe the worst possible outcome. So, like, is there a good option as to why Trump's doing this? I don't know. I don't think so. It's either blew it on or it's, you know, 4chan just playing a fun game. And I I can't tell you what it is. Or a PSYOP. Or a PSYOP. That's why I say blew it on. Well, blew it on is Democrats. Well, yeah. Blue and on is like Democrats who believe in Russiagate and all that other nonsense. And they're like, ah, it's the same thing. Right. And it's, 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 it, it, it breaks my heart a little bit that these people refuse to actually recognize the world in front of them. Thus, the deep state wins. Well, that's why I've always assumed that QAnon was a psychological operation because it completely defanged people during this time where you would have expected them to be absolutely out of their minds furious. And they're like, no, no, no. It's all part at of the plan, what, you know? Ex- yep. The, the, at the time when you needed activists to be filing lawsuits, to be showing up with signs in front of courthouses, making demands for regis of grievances. Exactly. They actually all just stayed at the computers and were like, whoa. Exactly. I'll just sit here because it's all part of it. Yeah, trust the plan. Yep. Trust the plan as it all gets swept away. Now Donald Trump's facing 
641 years in prison. Yes. It's all part of the plan. Well, so it, trust the plan, everybody. <laughs> they did say where we go one, we we go all. So <laughs> now they're all going to prison. It's uh, yeah, I didn't think they, <laughs> I don't yeah. think they thought it was going in that direction though. It's really it's crazy, man. Yeah, Trump's now facing 641 years in prison because unreal. all these people trusted the plan. Right. It's unreal. Yep. Crazy. Seems like not a great no, plan. No. In my Trump opinion. is being indicted. It's part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, the Democrats' plan, dude. The whole plan was from the Democrats the whole time. Yep. Yep. That's why I keep saying blue and on. Because it just that's, that's what it is. I mean, come on. It's nice though, because now whenever you don't want to explain your decisions to someone, you say trust the plan, and yeah. they they have to. <laughs> yeah, trust the plan. The deep state whispered to President Trump, "You cannot withstand the storm." The president whispered back, "Whispered back, I am the storm." <laughs> I mean, I'm just imagining, account, I'm imagining oh, Trump God. in an orange jumpsuit in a prison somewhere whispering like, I'm the storm. I'll see when I get out of here. Well, this that, is, this is why I'm so disturbed because like, I know you've got a lot of hope for him in his second term. Uh, uh, theoretically, if you were to actually get through it and it's actually a legitimate election, all blah, blah, blah. But like, if he's actually buying this nonsense, what, what does that portend for the conservatives moving forward? There's, there's no such thing as a quote unquote legitimate election. This is, this is what I always try to tell people because they're like, oh, this wasn't fair and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, dude, every election, they do something to gain an edge. There, it, it, there, there is no world in which we all right here today say, hello, everyone. I would like to vote on what we order for dinner. I propose pizza. How do you vote, sir? Pizza, too. Okay, we have two <laughs> votes for pizza. And then we all sit down and we count the ballots and we go, wow, pizza wins. And then we all high five. That That's never, never happened. Quite literally, it's like, hey, everybody, I'm voting on whether or not we're going to have pizza. And um, I have these military votes. There's 10 <laughs> of them for pizza. Uh, your votes don't matter. Right. There's always been some weird nonsense. Yeah. Or they, like, someone goes out and goes across the hall and then goes, asks Brett and Carter to vote for salad. And then they'll bring it in and say, oh, but they work here, too, so their votes count. Then all of a sudden, a bunch of guys from Home Depot show up, and they're voting for, for you know, uh, I don't Who know. Who let you guys in from Home Depot? <laughs> the refugees. You don't understand. It's like we can talk about Donald Trump in 2016 saying that there were a bunch of illegal votes cast. And, but nobody, nobody said it was a, an illegitimate election except for the Democrats. Like, I, I mean, like the Trump supporters were like, we're happy Trump won. Right. There have always been issues. Even Trump claimed there were issues in 2016. So this is just the game is dirty. It is. It is a dirty, dirty game. And if you get outplayed, you lose. Yep. And it feels like the American people have been outplayed for quite some time. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Tragically. Absolutely. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's what the hardest thing about Megan Rapinoe. Because we're like, hey, at least our athletes should be good. Like, well, you, you, saw, you saw when Roseanne was on? Yeah, oh, it was incredible. And, and she made a bet with Michael Malice that by the end of the year, there would be military tribunals. I know. And this I'm just, is, this know, is part of all of she that. She is He's, my aunt. <laughs> She's my crazy aunt at home. That's just like, she just buys all the crazy nonsense. I love them, though. But, I love them. Part of me thinks Roseanne is intentionally like poking and Maybe. being, you know, silly. And She like, seems sincere about that. Yeah, but she said a bunch of like 
she said a bunch of things recently as a comedian that are like True. shocking and confusing. True. And, and she said con she, she said contradictory things too. And it's like, I kind of feel like she's she's being funny. She's being a character. She's putting on this, you know. I'm open to all possibilities. But hey, look, if, 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 she, if she really does believe it, she made a bet with Michael Malice. I just got to, I have to take this opportunity to condemn Michael Malice for- Condemn? For, for, yes, for trying to take- Money from my sweet crazy aunt Roseanne. <laughs> How dare you, Ma Malice? Well, we're you monster. She's just she just has crazy Q drop brain, and you're trying to take thousands of dollars off of her. Not cool, man. She also said there wouldn't be an election in 2024, so we got a, a bet for this year and a bet for next year. Right. But my, my my point in response to the election thing is, if Donald Trump is removed from the ballot, is it then a legitimate election? Because if he's the clear front runner in the primaries. The Democrats pull some court legal trick to get his name ripped off the ballots, then there's no real opportunity for an election if you can't even vote for the guy you want. Oh, bro, if that if it goes that route, like <laughs> just batten down the hatches, like it's over. I don't even know. Even if like I've been listening, I listened to this uh, this guy. Uh, what if all this? You, I think you, sir, did you tell me about him? And uh, he put out a uh, a video today talking about. Um, Basically, it was talking. Maybe it wasn't today. A couple days ago, but it was it was, it was yeah, about it was feminism, like about young men, and yep. the polls that say young young men are leaning extremely conservative nowadays. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, three days ago. Yeah, and what that means for for the future and stuff. If you have women that don't look to get married, and you don't have a revival of of um. A revival of conservative values or, or you know, traditional values among women the same way that you do among young men. Hmm. Because if you look at that that graph or whatever, the 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 they were they had never been further apart, men and women, mm -hmm. their political leanings. Women are, are voting. Women exclusively, young unmarried women are keeping the Democrat Party alive. Every other it seems like every other uh um group is is actually voting for for or is at least not strongly democrat and this, it, at the end of the day that if if men can't f make families no, then no, they no. make war no this this my prediction here no, that is really that does happen. The, the democrats done the, the democrats are done with this metric showing that 12th grade boys are like what is it like 4 to 1 conservative and the women are like uh i think it's 3 to 1 liberal those young women will be conservative in five years. I don't think there's any conflict between what you're saying and what I'm saying, because you're saying the Democrats are done probably because, because those of women voting. in five years will be conservative. I'm saying that young men that don't ha get that don't have the option of having of have starting families. families, they won't end up with families because yeah, they're, they they're, if you look at the numbers, the numbers that that that, that the guy that uh, that this video pr pr presented don't line up with that at all. But well, they're going to have families. And I'll tell you why. It's because men are object oriented and women are subject oriented and the young women who have strong emotional desires for uh, for socializing men with men are going to start to be pulled in the men's direction, not the other way around. But isn't, isn't the aren't. problem that this I mean, you're saying five years, but that's basically their senior year of college. And the, the, the reason that women are predominantly Democrat voters is because they're also the predominant college attendees. They're the we're people not that are going. And they're going to be saddled with massive debt and unable to live on their own. So I'm, they I'm have to, you. so they're going to have to appeal to the conservative, uh, you know, it's construction not, worker. It's not that they have to, it's that women are going to go out. What, what, what is, what, what are the tropes and, and the stereotypes? Women, uh, uh, talk about men, men talk about things. If that is only a tendency, 
that women are more interested in social interactions between men and women, and men are interested in their goals or whatever, women will be seeking ways to interact with men. <laughs> it, like, I, I'm, like, I don't see a, there, there's going to be a scenario, and we've, we already see it now in the data, where you have young men who are Democrats, and it appears to be because they're what biologists call, and again, this is a legitimate, literal term, <laughs> sneaky fuckers. <laughs> that, this is the actual biological term. Uh, biologists use the term sneaky fucker to describe uh, a situation where you say you have the the, the alpha male. Oh, I've heard mates. about this. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, sneaky yeah. fucker sneaks in the middle of the night, <laughs> bangs the women to procreate. So it's so you have the the man who bangs on his chest and raw and, right. and lifts muscles and attracts women, and then you have the sneaky fucker <laughs> who sneaks in and weasels his way. Yeah, that's the male. About that that's the male feminist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the male feminist. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But with young men skewing more and more conservative. If women want to have these social interactions with men, they're going to have to meet men where they're going. There's there's not and enough women that want to. So, okay. The no, thing you, is I, I don't think you understand what they want. The fact that we can see social contagion on, on, on Instagram, young women developing Tourette's, it's not an issue of uh, of women coming together and having a women's meeting and being like, we're not going to listen to these men. It's that they're going to be talking about the guys they like and all the guys are going to be conservative. Mm. So something's going to have to break where the women are talking to each other and they're going to be like, but he's not woke. And they're like, there's no other guy. Mm -hmm. right. You you either, you the, the, all the guys at school, the, the athletes, the musicians, the rock stars, the writers, they're all skewing conservative. Any woman who wants to date a guy is going to be dating a guy who's moderate to conservative. And then they're going to have to start listening to these other women who are going to be saying things like, well, you're dating this far right guy. And they'll be like, who are you dating? Nobody? Yeah. Not a single person? Well, I think it's going to depend on if they want to have families. Because I don't even, I've never really understood why you would date a left leaning man when it comes <laughs> to starting a family because so, so rarely are they actually on that path, anyways. So I'm, I'm, I'm surprised this trend hasn't already reverted where women, as they get into their late 20s, or early 30s, they start to pursue more conservative leading men because they want to have kids. Women become more conservative after they get married. And I think, culturally oh, right now marriage is not a priority for men or women i think that there are a lot of yes. women who should prioritize but i think in both spheres there are men who are like i'm conservative but i'm gonna put off getting married or whatever else it's it's true in both spaces both men and women should want marriage for it to become a, right. a more noteworthy trend i will say uh you have to remember that after 2016 there were all these uh feminist journalists who came out saying i can remember one article specifically being like I keep sleeping with this Trump supporter and I, I, I can't stop. Like, he's everything I hate, but I, I, I really want to sleep with him. So, like, there is obviously something to what Story women of are. My life. Yeah, yeah, that happens to you all the time. <laughs> can't stop sleeping. With, anyways. I can't stop sleeping with Trump supporters. Male I Trump wish, supporters. I, specifically. I wish yeah. I could stop, but so, I can't. No, but it's interesting uh, because I think there is a desire among women for traditionally male attributes in a way that's undeniable. So uh, the majority of women in every age group, every generation right now identifies as a feminist, right? It's, it's something like between uh, 53 to 67% in every generation. But obviously that's not true for the number of men who identify as a male feminist. So how do they partner up? It either means that they're, in, they're feminist in name only, they're willing to give it up. And when they get married, they, again, Lots of couples most become women, more. Most women are, are, if I understand correctly, most women are not super committed to politics. Like they're more interested in like 
their life. I think there's a huge so, spectrum, right? And, you know, I think women do talk about men. They also just generally are more interested in social dynamics. And yes. that is one of the benefits of having women in society is they're going to tell you who's fighting and all sorts of things. I mean, remember the stereotype of the powerful businessman whose wife then throws a dinner party where he networks with whoever, right? Like there is a, there is a, uh, a positive symbiotic relationship between men and women in traditionally gendered roles. Uh, I think the the trend of teenage boys becoming more conservative will inspire some teenage girls to be more openly conservative. But I think generally it's always on the cusp anyway. So there's, there, there's population collapse coming from multiple countries. It's happening in the West. We got like what, 1.2 or something like that kids right. per couple per, per person. There's a population collapse coming. There's a significant uh, portion of women that don't ever want to get married. The pe- the people that, but men too. I mean, yeah, I think but it's not, but it's not, it's not as, it's not as pronounced with men because men don't like women look, for like specific things in guys guys look for women like it's real different what women are looking for in a man but there's and what a man no is incentive for, for men to get married right now really like you could <clears throat> partner up with a girl you could have her move in you could pay for her you guys could have a bunch of kids like the for women they don't want to get married because they think in some way they'll be oppressed but actually there are all sorts of legal and financial reasons for women to want marriage yep. so it's complete brainwashing so Unless men are also loudly speaking about why marriage is good, we'll just continue down this trend of girls being like, ah, I don't think so. Except for this new cultural element, which is that men are starting to be more openly conservative at a younger age. Well, this this is a bit of a tangent, but I think it's important to to consider, you know, Japan and there's other nations where you've seen these kind of population uh, implosions, China too, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, it's quite evident that, it, that the United States is in that, as well as most of, you know, Western Europe and things like that. Um, I'm not at all convinced that we aren't going to just kind of spiral into that. Like I know uh, that was Tim, the, that Tim's was the point that I was that I was trying to make in the first place is like because of the way that that uh, the the population or the marriage statistics and stuff are and there the the number of young men that are not getting married and that aren't going to be if you have young men that don't get into families they get into fights they get into trouble they and that means they get into war and that is something that has happened throughout history and as as long as we have young men that are not married and can't meet women they have no reason to settle down like what like you're saying men don't have a reason to settle down women give men the reason to chill out because they want, you know, they want to hang out with the girl. They want to get laid. They want to hang out with their wife, whatever. If they don't have that reason, they want to get out, go out and get buck wild. Their that's how, that's what happens. And my, after they and have my kids. point is that we're seeing this data showing 12th grade boys are skewing conservative and 12th grade girls are skewing liberal and give that a few years and the women are going to drift towards the men, not the other way around. It's possible. I, Dave Smith has a great bit, which I will not do it justice. So I will not even try, uh, but it was about how his wife, uh, he she finds him in this alley. He's an alley cat. And then she just lays out milk and slowly lures him into the house. And I, I feel like that's the the problem is that when you have a more, uh, you know, leftist leaning woman, they're not going to put out that saucer of milk because they're not interested in attracting the, the alley cat male. Um, so like, when will that trend change where the women actually want to settle down? And I'm not sure that it, it will happen. Yeah, well, I, don't know. I, think, I think they are way more open to it than keep... society. I think... I think the issue okay. is this. Young men are object oriented, typically. Young women are subject oriented, typically. That means if a guy is a skateboarder, he's going to find himself hanging out with a bunch of other guys skateboarding. They're going to be, so his draw will be, I want to go skateboard with my friends. 
the young women, their draw will be, I want to engage in socialization. The men are off skateboarding all with each other, sharing ideas, making jokes, being offensive and being guys. They're skewing conservative. They're listening to Jordan Peterson. They're listening to Andrew Tate. One day at the park, you've got a handful of young guys skateboarding and a handful of girls. And those guys are like, hey, these girls are pretty attractive. Then the girls are, are going to reach some kind of impasse with, wow, they like one of those guys was playing an Andrew Tate video. We can't be associated with that. One of those women is going to be like, I kind of want to be hanging out with some of these guys. Like, I want to, I want to, I, I like, we are social creatures more so than the men are. Hmm. That means that there's going to be competition among the women for, in, in terms of socializing to uh, go to these guys. This is why, like you mentioned, women become more conservative when they get married. That same poll, I think, is going to happen and it's going to realign young women towards more moderate and conservative views. From your lips to God's ears, man, I don't know. Hmm. We'll I think when men and women interact, especially when they get married, uh, a lot of stuff changes. I mean, studies bear out that uh, when couples get when couples have kids, they become more religious. They tend attend yeah. churches more regularly. There are stuff that I think when you are a single individual, <laughs> you don't prioritize in your life because you know you're you're it's not as important. Right, your goals are just different. But as soon as you start having this intense bond to someone else through marriage and then having children of with course. them, everything shifts. And so it's just interesting that. It's it's reaching teenage boys and the decisions that they make, like you're saying, by the time they're seen in college, will be very different than the two generations before them. Yeah, well, and I and I think my hope is that there there's it's quite evident to me that there's a, a lot of sadness and loneliness and purple purposelessness and rudderlessness. <laughs> I'm going to stop saying this is this is too hard um, amongst young people in this country and like so much of our, I mean, just empirically speaking, there's so much of what humans' uh, passion and purpose is on, existing is to be a parent, to be a father, a mother. Um, and I just pray that, like, even though I'm not religious, I still, I pray that people will find that pathway to purpose once again, because it's it's quite clear to me that there's a lot of people that are are desperate. Yeah, and I think the purposeless <clears throat> feeds are... Uh our culture self-obsession right like True. this if you have nothing to do or work on you tend to just be completely obsessed with whatever's happening inside your own head yes which narcissistic you know, egotistical right. and and also psychotic i mean yeah. like you basically go crazy right and you start to think like well everyone seems happier than i am and it's because you're not living for fulfillment i mean the things that you the the emotional gratification Sorry, I can't talk at all. The emotional gratification of achieving something is so important to the human psyche that if we live in a culture where you just get handed a lot of stuff, to Tim's earlier point, uh, then you never feel that true satisfaction. It's very difficult to find a direction for your life because right. you can't find something that ma that makes you feel fulfilled. And, well, and largely because there's no self-sacrifice involved in any of their behaviors. Mm -hmm. And if you're not ever doing anything for others, it's very hard to feel any sense of value. Mm -hmm. I think so. I guess we'll see. The one thing I think that matters, too, is we bring up quite a bit that um, in the 2000s, conservatives just had more kids. Yeah. So we're seeing this trend mm. very likely due to just sheer numbers. Yeah. Well, and that and that trend will maintain, if not grow. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the uh, liberals are more likely to abort their kids and sterilize their kids. Right. That's it. Mm -hmm. that, <laughs> you can't beat math, baby. No, no. That trajectory is going to uh, go parabolic I, potentially. I've seen too many of these stories, right? There's, and, and I know the feminists are going to lose their minds over this. There's the New York Post where the woman was like, I'm struggling to find a man who makes the same amount of money as me. Mm. I'm telling you, like, we see these trends in data. It doesn't mean it's absolute. It doesn't mean I'm correct. Of course. 100%. I'm saying I see this as a possibility. You've got these women who are trying to be with men, but it's like, uh-oh, you're 35 you make 60000 a year. 
and you're trying to date a 35-year-old guy who makes 60000 a year, guess what? That 35-year-old guy who makes 60 k a year, he could be doing better, but he's dating a 28-year-old. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's got money, he's got an apartment. He's not, why would he date you? And that, and, and that bothers feminists quite a bit, but that's the New York Post reporting. That's, that's right? happening. Right, no, that's what happens, of course. I mean, Jordan yeah. Peterson talked about the IQ scale for women, right? Like, it's much harder for high IQ women to find partners because they need someone who's smarter than them. Like, I've always said mm. it would be difficult for me to date someone who is less conservative than I am because it would feel like a it would feel like a mismatch, right? Why why is it harder for women to find if they're high IQ to find a high IQ mate? I don't understand. Because there are fewer, it's a, high, fewer it's, high IQ uh, mates. Yeah, there's less men that are intelligent. No, 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 no. If, for them to choose from, if you have oh, to be smarter, sure, it narrows than, you know, their it yeah. narrows. There's not their, as many. Right. Yeah, them, yeah, right? okay, okay. It's if not you're that they don't exist. So so this is the thing. Like a really dumb woman, it's, she's got lots of options. But it's it's easy <laughs> to date up. And, and right. you know, right. that, that's an interesting thing. Like, how do you describe it for men? Women want to date up. That's what they call it, right? Yeah. Someone who is more well, powerful, more attractive, wealthier, m- more capable. Across and up, men date across and down. Men is across and down. Men will date across and and So they don't want a are, woman that's smarter. Not, well, not just smarter, but but social mobility, yeah, like money, and stuff like that. So like if, yeah. if you're, like, if you start date, if you get with a girl and she doesn't make more money than you, one of the best predictors about, or one of the high predictors of divorce is if she does make more money. Like yeah. If she starts making more money, she'll probably, you're probably going to end up in a divorce. The left hates so, the data on this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because it's reality. And they because they're commun- <laughs> the com- communists don't want to accept that men are attracted to appearance and women... I should say this, that men have a tendency to be attracted towards appearance to a great degree, and women have a tendency to be attracted towards power and status to a great right. degree. Which boils down to men are attracted to women that look able to produce offspring, mm-hmm. and women are attracted to men that look that able protect. to protect them. Yep. It's that. So if you're rich, you got a lot of money, you have resources, you can protect women. Yeah. You're big and strong, you can, you're can. you physically fit, you can protect women. Wait, so you're telling me that the immutable laws of human nature remain intact, Phil? You know, let's talk <laughs> about men and women and penis is in vaginas you know who's got what you know because it you know it, it's getting confusing these days I, I, apparently well i i was just thinking about it because i was like have i dated a woman that's smarter than me and but then i'm like well, am i am i too narcissistic to even acknowledge if i've dated a woman that's smarter than me have you ever have you ever had an attraction to someone who sometimes feels like wearing pants <laughs> yes that makes you bisexual <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I, I've I had girls who have worn gang pants. Bisexual. <laughs> I've had girls who have worn pants. You, you tricked uh, no, me. No, no, no. Men wear me. pants. Women wear dresses. Oh. And if a, if, if if a woman sometimes decides to wear pants, pants, then she's non binary. Pants. She's non binary. <laughs> right. Oh, because I'm really questioning we know. my wardrobe choices tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, Hannah Claire over here is a guy. Oh, she, interesting. I'm just one of the boys. Because <laughs> no, he is wearing bro, pants. My bro, Hannah Claire, is wearing pants. That's right. Oh my uh, goodness. Uh, yeah, I think one time I did a podcast pronoun. with Seamus and he was like, Yeah, I don't think women should be able to wear dresses, but I realize I've sort of lost this battle. Dresses? Or should be shouldn't be shouldn't be able to wear pants. Seamus said that? <laughs> of course Seamus said quick that. Shout Who out else? To, quick shout out to Seamus. I will be on his show on Thursday. Check that Wait, out. Wait, he doesn't want women wearing pants? Yeah. But he realizes so he's he lost that battle. On that one. He's like as soon as you put the so so if if the argument is that social constructs define whether you're a man or a woman, that's literally the point. Yeah. So if like Someone who is male decides one day to wear a dress. If you're straight, you should be attracted to them. That's the argument we get from the left. <laughs> but, it, but it literally is. It like is. when we had Lance on the show, he outright said that. I uh, know. Dude, it the is. guy outright said that if a guy sleeps with a manly looking woman, he's gay. 
And I'm like, that's really mean to that poor woman. Like to Barack so, Obama. So mean. To I him. am so happy that Lance decided to come and join. Oh, me too. The, the even though, even though I feel like I had a two-hour-long aneurysm, I was like, this doesn't but make we sense. Learned so I want you to we learned so much. We learned so much from it. I want you to imagine the scenario, and maybe, maybe we should get. I'll ask Robbie if he wants to do this. My my buddy Robbie, and he's a comedian. Yeah. Go to uh, go to DC. Go to downtown DC. And man on the street, wait till you see a guy and a woman who are clearly married, but the woman is manly, and then stop them and tell the man he's gay because his <laughs> wife looks like a man and see how that goes down. Yo, I don't think it's going to go well. That'd be fire man on the street footage, though. That'd be amazing. Just going around and be like, you got a homely male wife. No, dude. no. Like, your, your wife is wearing pants and looks like a guy, so you're gay. <laughs> right. Yo, it's gonna be like great. don't talk about my wife that <laughs> yeah. way oh goodness but hey I'm, you know he's gonna be like why are you a bigot <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. For real. No, as he tries to fist fight him you just go bigot bigot what relax <laughs> it's a good thing yeah. kids love that stuff these <laughs> it's days just, it's like the meanest thing i've ever heard someone that's say. a great idea it's honestly really mean, man. he was R saying ryan long should be doing that. that right now he, he told us that if there is a man who is like you know six three and ripped bald burly super strong and he's dating another man who is like 5'5 five, five and effeminate, he's straight. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> just bends all logic. Go to, go to Boys Town in Chicago and find a bear and a twink and tell him he's actually straight. They're a straight couple. And they're going to look at you and they're going to think you're nuts. Yeah. Granted, in that we, scenario, they're probably not going to hit you like telling a guy his wife right, right. We looks like a man. The definition of queer, according to queer theorists, is an identity without an essence. So it's like there is no actual straight or gay. It's just kind of moving around. And they just, it's trans, they, they're, they're so, gearing us up for transhumanism, whether it's intentional or not. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's coming. So right, no, because no all all of these me. things are grains of sand yes. that when slide together like no 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 they're they're bits of liquid metal that are sliding together like the T one thousand or is it was the T T two thousand which was the, which was the liquid one. Terminator one thousand was the liquid one yeah, yeah. okay that one all coming together and then when they do it's transhumanism so it's like this idea mm. that you can be anything that your identity is meaningless you can change your body then you get Neuralink you get AI mm. the end result is whatever conscious entity that is born within you your soul or whatever you want to call it is an amorphous meaningless blob of life mass and that your body is nothing and they can transfer it to a robot and then you're a microwave yeah. <laughs> bro but let's think about this I love if, that ending and then you're a microwave <laughs> no but for real like let's think about the future where transhumanism is is absolute and we can download your brain there'd be like we have a job for you microwaving yeah. food and we're going to put your brain in the microwave so that you can provide for people better meals see i'm or houses I'm, I'm the guy that thinks that the there is no separating you from your brain like so maybe they'll put maybe they'll put your brain in like a tank on top of the microwave. I mean, like the the that character from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with I've the brain kind of, in his stomach. Sorry, I kind of would agree with you, but for the last couple of years, I've been thinking maybe there is a way to separate the brain from the body. I, I think like well, there's, there's no no the brain the, no not 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 for the brain from the body the the <laughs> the, the experience of being you cannot oh, be oh, separated okay. from the brain. So like people there, that say oh you can download your consciousness uh, into a computer, mm, I don't believe that. There's a I funny the there's a funny meme where it's it's a picture of a guy smiling and it says you in hell looking up at the cloned ai robot version of you <laughs> that is a facsimile of your consciousness yeah 
I think that's the the disturbing thing about this is that as people become more kind of sad and desperate and incel e <laughs> that's a word um, that if you have these things that are on offer, it's not going to be a force thing. Like a lot of people are always afraid, like oh the government's going to mandate this. I was like, no, I think people are going to do it voluntarily. Man. People, people, people have voluntarily decided that well, they're exactly. going to be monitored constantly, their location, right. everything they say, like. Not only have they decided that they're going to do it, but they pay a monthly fee for it. Yeah. So and and yes, and we're we're all guilty of the same, but we're sitting 100%. here talking about them like it's like it's not us. Like we yeah. we've all adopted. Yeah. It's definitely it not them. me. <laughs> when when they when we're saying them, this is them yeah, right us. here. This right is here. them. We're gonna go to super chats if you haven't already. Would you kindly smash that like button? Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. If you really do like it, word of mouth is the best way to help podcasts grow. And um, head over to TimCast.com. Click join us. Become a member. We're going to have a members-only uncensored show coming up at about 10 p.m. And uh, we'll read what your super chats are and your comments on this crazy world. All right. Nate, how do you pronounce this? Uh, Spierka says, whatever happened with that Yingling beer and the drag promotion, or was that just a misunderstanding? Uh, good things happened. Yingling sponsored the venue that was putting on a all an, an all ages drag show. Yingling responded saying, we just sponsored the venue, not the events. However, we reached out to them and said this event should be 18 and up only. And they agreed. Thank you. And we were all like, that's really, really awesome. Wow. Have your drag show, man. Go party. But it's not for kids. Yingling agreed. The vendor, the, the event agreed. And that was the end of it. That's we all moved on. We're all big fans of Yingling. There you go. Except for the alcohol part. Y'all can drink beer all day and night. It's an American pastime. Actually, a human pastime, but not for me. Not for me. You know, <laughs> Trump's never had alcohol. Yeah. Never had a drop. Yeah, no drugs, no alcohol, no smoking even, right? And his like, kids don't drink when they're around him, from what I've heard. Wow. That's Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Kind of crazy. Never, never had any alcohol. I got a quick lot, shout, lot shout out to stuff. Elon Musk and X who just sent me 400 bucks for my, uh, my Twitter. Wait, what? My, my Twitter ad revenue share. You got money? Came. Yeah, dude. How do I, just, I, how, do I, wanna, how do I see I, that? I just got a notification. I don't know. It just came in randomly. I so. just want to be able to, to get that, to do that. Like I haven't been able to get like approval. They haven't even given you the approval? No. Uh, Come on, Twitter. Me neither. X. With my massive Twitter following. <laughs> well, where did you get the notification? It just popped up on X. Uh, I think it was an email, but I'm. At yeah, it was that remain. Interesting that the timing. I got it. I got it last time, and I wanted. I, I just want to see how I com how it compares. X monetization. You got paid. You got paid. Oh, okay. I wonder if I got paid. How was Interesting. it? Interesting. Elon sent this to you when you're on this show. So I know. Look at this feature. Look at you, Elon. Huh. You clever little marketing guru. You, you. hairline regrowth. I, <laughs> I haven't gotten any emails though. Don't say anything rude to Elon. I'm dude. To when get... yours comes through, I it's going to be his big massive. Family stands. No, I got I got six k last time. So if you know if if that was based on three months, then it would be two. Yeah. But the first time, what happened was I was just I was sitting here working and I clicked over to X Twitter at the time. And then a thing just popped up saying you got paid. And now, like on, oh, so you on got Twitter, the same thing, yeah. No, but on Twitter, it wasn't an email or anything. Oh, interesting. 
Well, I just got approved for subscriptions like a week ago, so I'm sorry. This was an interruption that was totally. Oh, okay. I wonder if that so some free X promotion, which is still Twitter to me. Well, no, it will it... always be Twitter to me. Because if it did, just if Damn they, because everyone got it at the same time, and if they did just do the, no the notifications, I would like to tell people like what we're looking at, but I don't know how to even. I just got an email. I don't know if it's if it's everything like I because I, I was not approved in the early wave. Mine may be. Do you be think it's yours is like delayed? You're getting yeah. one. Yeah, and I don't think mine's backdated because I do pretty good uh, transaction, and I it's not a crazy amount of money. So obviously, it wasn't a six month payout. It was just a month, I guess. It's just so no, you right. would say it on the show. I think so. I think when did you sign up for subscriptions? Just a week ago. So I want I I should have got something for the beginning of the month though, right? Is that is that what it is? I wonder if anyone else noticed anything. Don't know. Yeah, I'm just oh, yeah. happy that Josie. Shout out to Redhead Libertarian. She's crushing it on Twitter. About to hit half a million. Incredible. Oh, right on. Maybe I got something on. Uh... Nope. YouTube emailed me. Oh wait, wait. What did I? I, got, I think I got something from Max. Nope. Nothing. No. Wait. Wait. Here it is. Oh, it's from Elon. Him personally. Tim, you suck. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. Elon, unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Frey Burn. Kane says, funny that G Prime's comic of Megan Rapinoe versus Sweden became relevant again. That is, that is uh, quite the, the, uh, quite humorous. Purple says, 11 warships from Russia and China near Alaska. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. How many of US ships are in Asia right now? Though? See, we never report that, do we? Because they're always over there. <laughs> we just, have we yeah, have two in always. South Korea right now. We just sent of them. Of course, last, I'm going to say last week, but as we now know, I I've mixed up the last three yeah. weeks. We have them like in the Baltic and <laughs> the Atlantic and everywhere, and they're like, there's a, a record increase of the Russians actually sailing anywhere near us when we're, <laughs> we're constantly over in their business. Noah Sanders says, I'm assuming Cassandra is already reaching out to Neo or his people to get him on IRL oh, or the culture dope. war. I'd love to hear him elaborate. The culture war is the best spot for him. The thing about IRL is. Uh, we started the culture war because there are a lot of guests that come on the show, but they don't know what this show is. And it's the weirdest thing when we get requests from people where it's like, I'd really love to come on Timcast IRL. And I'm like, it's a topical news program where we discuss the news of the day. And they're like, oh, I don't read the news at all. I'm a research scientist right. who studies, you know, graphene. And I'm like, okay, well, like, that's cool. But, you know, we need a Not podcast. A mm -hmm. Yeah, because we've had guests on the show. And many people know this, that they don't talk at all. And then people are like, why aren't you letting the guests speak? It's like, dude, there's no letting anyone speak. You speak or you don't. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so we have people on. It's like, my job is uh, I produce, you know, uh, potato chips. And then we're talking about Joe Biden being impeached or something. And they're just sitting there like, oh. I, lear I learned that the hard way. The first time I was on was almost two years ago now. And I was <laughs> just sat there silent for the first half an hour. I was like, they're going to kick it to me eventually. No. You just have to get in there. Get in yeah. there. Come on. Let's go. I think we do try to make like some eye contact. Be like, right, right. You, you're good. But like, I mean, we've had, we've had like Seamus. He tried really hard with a lot of people. He'd be like, he, there, there are people where it's, they just don't talk. A lot is good at that too. Yeah. He, t he tends to go and, and ask direct questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I noticed that. I would love it though. If Neo came, you were like, it's a topical news program. And he was like, yes, great. I've been reading the news. I am prepared. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Here's a good one. Easy dog, uh, dog log says, while joining the stream, I got a Joe Biden campaign ad using Marjorie Taylor Greene. They made it seem MTG is on their side. WTF is this money for me, baby. That's what it is. Also, I, I, I love, I love, um, political season is like our Olympics. Yeah. Be, like presidential election season because revenue skyrockets, viewership skyrockets, everybody's paying attention and we're like, oh, everyone's back in the fray waiting for politics. And then the year after the presidential election is the apocalypse <laughs> right. where it's like worse than it's ever been. 
But yo, like we made it was crazy how much money we were making in 2020. I'm oh, like, sure. It's it's insane because uh, you had all these crazy people dumping like the most insane amounts of money. Plus, you had the lockdown, so people were the viewership was through the roof. It was just it was a crazy time, crazy yeah. crazy time. Dal, uh, what was uh, Dal Smith says? It's embarrassing to admit Megan was a fellow athlete. I went to Portland State for football, but their indoctrination attempt failed. Aha. No good for you, dude. Good for you. Joseph Cush says, please do another Pelosi impression. Donald Trump is the worst president. We need to vote him out. That's my Nancy Pelosi. It's intentionally disrespectful to her. I love the I love the way it sounds like you Yo, really you really nailed it. He nailed the holding my dentures in my mouth while I'm trying to articulate <laughs> sound that Nancy Pelosi's known well for. But instead of it being Trump, it's like the precious is replaced with Trump. Incredible. Precious. Right? Yeah, because it sounds a little Not gold. Trump is he tried to overthrow this country. It totally sounds like your teeth are gonna fall out. You really nailed that. That is spectacular. No, I didn't. All right, where are we at? Verkulos Al Corlin says, one of the men who found who funded Sound of Freedom, Fabian Marta, was arrested for no, child kidnapping. That, that's, that's fake news. Yeah, it's 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 an exaggeration. And when it says like funded, like he gave like five hundred bucks to the to the GoFundMe or something like that. Oh, media raising a stink about it, but apparently he was just landlord to a woman who took her kid in custody in a custody dispute. Funny that. Yeah. Dude, and, and it was like 600 or some some crazy high amount of people that were actually donating to that campaign. And they they like reverse searched all of them to find any wow. of them that had a criminal history. And that was the worst thing they could come up with is basically a landlord who got dragged into a, a you know, custody dispute custody that dispute. he really has no reason yeah. to be part of. Yeah. Like obviously a good guy. <laughs> and they're trying to trying to point the or paint the entire That's narrative. a very desperate attempt. It's but it's disturbing. Like, yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? My God. And he's just an average guy. Like, oh. Also, like, so terrible you're people. pro human trafficking? Is I, that like, your argument I, here? What is, yeah. I don't know. All right. Raybert G, Raybert G. Stanbert Jr. says, Tim, did you hear about the H3H3 podcast with Jenks' nephew? Yes. Actual Justice Warrior did a pretty good breakdown of it. Jenks' nephew made Ethan look normal with his unhinged takes on IPs and government subsidizing artists. But they, they do that show all the time. It's called Leftovers. Oh, three, oh, it's like a normal thing they do. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, he, was, he was referring to, t to um, Jenks' nephew's uh, terrible take. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did make L3 look really normal. That's for yeah. sure. Why would he say? Because it was about... Um, cause, so Hassan just sits around and just lets other people's content play and right. once in a while he'll talk about it. Yeah. And so he essentially is stealing content and H3H3, uh, Ethan was complaining about that and really? someone else doing it and Hassan's sitting there. It's, it's almost like Ethan oh, wow. was complaining about what Hassan does and didn't really realize that that's what Hassan does because he was complaining about someone else doing it and Hassan's sitting there trying to defend it and he's like, you think that's okay? How can you think it's... And it's funny because Hassan's sitting there <laughs> like kind of shifting and he's like, well, you know, it's okay and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Da, 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 da. So it was just, it was a, it was, it was funny to watch Hassan be so uncomfortable because Ethan was critiquing what Hassan does, but it was in the context of critiquing someone else. So. Mm. Well, all right. Let's get some more super chats. What are we? Ray, Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, it's official. I made the team and I'm honored to be a part of it. Worry not, folks. The TimCast facilities are in the bestest of the best hands. Everyone says so for the line. I deserve this. 
Raymond G. Stanley Jr. now officially works for Timcast, and he's already giving his money back to us. <laughs> Talk about dedication. Good job. What's he, what's he doing G. for you? Uh, facilities uh, manager. Very cool. Yeah, we've we've like our AC's broken so many times. We were like, we better just hire some guy. And yeah, yeah. He was like, hey, I can fix it. And we were like, all right, you're hired. Awesome. <laughs> Stoked. Yeah, we have a tendency of hiring super chatters. Yep. Well, we see their name over and over again. We know they like the show and they're yeah, paying man. attention. That's the secret to getting hired here, I guess. We see your name often enough that when the email comes in, we're like, oh yeah, it's that guy. Oh, sure, you're hired. It's like a very weird form of nepotism. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's like, how else do you get the attention? It's hard. Yeah. We have a sea of emails from all these people. We try to go through them, and then we like we've hired. Obviously, we we've hired most of our people through normal normal. I didn't you know, super email. chat just for reference. Yeah, her, she was nepotism. Yeah, I I was actually not actually I did. <laughs> I, I technically did super chat. Oh, you fanboy! <laughs> he did super chat. <laughs> I'm sitting at home, and Tim's like, maybe we'll get someone to do this, and I. I, was like, I remember that, and you were like, "Hello, it's me." Yeah, I said like we we need people who are here who can who can host a show if I'm ever out. Or just who can add to the roster so we have more people when people when people aren't available. Yep. And then Phil was like, I would like to come. And I was like, oh, yeah, Phil, of course. Are you kidding? <laughs> yep, that's what we do. We just You super chat us and you're hired. That's how it works, I go. guess. A Green Clover says, I'm disappointed y'all didn't bring up how, yes, women's soccer is ahead of the curve by 20 years, but lost the U.S. national uh, to 15-year-old soccer team of boys from Dallas in 2017. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but come on. Boys I mean, rule. we all know that story by now. Yep. Yeah. I didn't bring it up because it's like, duh. <laughs> also, I think we're specific to critiquing Rapinoe, not yeah. all of women's soccer. I mean, I'm not trying to dunk on all of them unless they think that they deserve equal pay, in which yeah. case I want them to be dunked on. <laughs> That's women's basketball. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Which uh, Megan Rapinoe is married to Sue Bird. So oh. they're having these dinner table conversations, I guess. Great. Demoralize <sighs> says, Tim won't read my anti-Trump super chats anymore, likely because he knows the geo... No, I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to finish reading your super chat because <laughs> you started it with Tim won't read my anti-Trump super chats, which is bait. And so I will address it. Don't bait me, bro. But congratulations. I read half your super chat. Joe Brown says there is a book called Psycho Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz, self-improvement book. He strongly suggests therapy before plastic surgery. Interesting. He said, uh, trans people should have to do the same. Look into it. They do, though. They're supposed to. And then the issue is we've had people um, like uh, Helena Kirshner. She said that she went to Planned Parenthood and they just gave her testosterone. Yeah. They're supposed to be therapy. Like they're supposed to be. You sit down, you talk. They say, hey, we got to figure this out. And I think it's a question of how the therapists are trained, right? right. So probably if you're a modern, you know, you're getting your degree in psych psychology, you're going to be a psychiatrist. You're not going to or you're a psychologist. Uh, you're going through universities that believe a certain narrative of what should happen so there's no bias there's there's only bias training yeah well that's the problem is that like their duty to their patient in terms of like doing no harm they now have a skewed vision of what, what harm, harm is. is and totally so like true. how do you how do you deal with these people moving forward i, I just don't know yeah. where are we at let's grab another super chat a green clover is a second super chat tonight. Problem with the draft is the uh, is the people that the Fed will need to fight for the U.S. are aware of the idea of a false flag. Yes, but the draft is for eighteen year olds, and while it is true that twelfth graders are skewing towards uh, conservative, which means many of these young guys are going to say no way. The good news is Harry Sisson has done a great job of <laughs> recruiting more troops for Joe Biden's draft, and when the draft comes. He's going to be right there on the front line film and being like, come on, everybody. Come on. That kid is something. 
<laughs> it's something else. <laughs> the, the, His Twitter account is so ridiculous. The Xbox gamer says, Phil, you cracked me up because I have always said that if I was 6'5", I would rule the world. I'm only 6'1", the short guy of the future. <laughs> American Perhaps. men are getting you, shorter, though, right, on average? I really? I think they're getting shorter. I read right? one study oh. three years ago, so well, let's then not cite me open immediately. Their, their, case. They, they were getting taller for a while. So one of the properties we have at Freedomistan is a barn, a barn house that's from the 1800s, and the ceilings are like seven feet. Mm -hmm. Right. Because people were five foot two back in the day. Dude, I stayed in a hotel in San Francisco, and it was like a hundred plus year old building, and I couldn't even like my shoulders were wider than the door frame. Wow. It was wild. It was Things like like big. little people used to live there. You know, crazy. Peggy says, missing a penalty is easy. Messi does it all the time, LOL. Aha. Uh -huh. But not like that, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Not in that moment. Nathan B says, I just got back from Syria and we're giving them freedom. Or we might be guarding the oil fields. I'm not sure. Even Trump said it was for the oil. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was pretty bold of him. He's like, we're going to keep troops in there to guard the oil. That's what we're doing. Man. Trump's got to go on Joe Rogan. Ro oh, Joe's got to have him it on. It would be so much Dude, fun to watch. P PBD, was, like, PBD was pushing it hard. I know. And then I think Joe it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Because Trump will do it. Yeah. Well, if, if, he, if he has any intention of winning the presidency, he has to say yes to that. Can, did, how, how long was the Trump interview with the Nelk boys? I, I don't know. Because like, can Trump handle two or three hours of sitting down in one no. room? No, it was, like, it was like an hour, I think. Mm. Dude, he can, he can stand for that long and just riff. That's true. So I think he, it's similar to like, we have people who come, who are supposed to do IRL and they're like, oh, I maybe can only do an hour and then they end up staying the whole time because like you yep. get engaged in what you're doing. It's not like you're just sure. answering hostile questions for three hours. Brandon Smith says, I just got out of the Navy last week after 10 years out due to medical, but I intended on getting out at the end of my last contract. And a large reason was the kinder, gentler military. By the way, heading back to West Virginia and a farm here, here, West Virginia is a good place. There's a lot of work we got to do, but we're working on it. The Emperor's Champion says the only way I'd accept being drafted is if the Russians or Chinese land troops in Alaska. Uh, I don't even know if that would work. If Because uh, Alaska is a faraway land to a lot of Americans. If, if it was U.S. territory like California or Florida or something, then people might be like, oh, holy smokes. But the, the I, I stand by what I said. Even if troops land in California... As, well, especially if it's California. Yeah. No, no question. You can have They're, it. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Says the native Californian. Yeah, right. Like half my family's still <laughs> behind enemy lines. I'm like, look, you were already behind enemy lines with Newsom. Mr. Vamp says, hey, Tim, I've been watching this show since 2016, and this is the first time the live show didn't show up uh, on, on my For You page. This show has not existed since 2016. This show was started <laughs> in the beginning of, I believe, 2020. Was it 2020? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And it was because of the lockdowns. It was because, uh, it wasn't so much because of the lockdowns. It was partly because of the lockdowns. Yeah. The lockdowns were a big component of why we started doing a nightly show. But the point of that super chat is he's saying that it's not coming up on its homepage. Yeah, 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 you know. Because Just... YouTube plays dirty games. But that's why I always say at the start of every show in the end, share the show with your friends. Yep. And uh, I genuinely mean it. If you, if you take the URL of the show and post it on Facebook, X, wherever, they can't censor at all they'll still try they'll still suppress facebook might try and hide it and stuff and google had us censored for a while but uh it, it if you know well, look we've got you know 30 some odd thousand people who watch or are watching right now if thirty thousand people posted this online they just can't they can't do anything about that 
That's what matters. That's what matters. What do we have here? Aaron says the left is salivating at the political right being anti-war. They can imprison and conscript their children. Middle America pays the worst price during war. Uh, life. What is the impact of losing men? Yeah. Josh Berg says this was Megan Rapinoe's Super Saiyan moment. She thought I can do this to prove them I deserve it with all her strength and aura glows around her. Her muscles grow with all that strength screaming. I deserve it. She kick it clean over. That's right. Maybe she's going to retire and become an uh, NFL field goal kicker. <laughs> yeah. That seemed like about the right range to me. I'm not there great at sports, but. <laughs> there was mashups from three year Letterman that were posted. Where it was her, her lining up for the kick. And then it was like one of the kicks that goes wide left against Alabama. And they just mashed the two together. Very funny. Callum Dimmick says, must be a good show today. I didn't get a notification and it didn't appear on my homepage. <gasps> Clint, they That's think you're the too spicy. That's the game they're playing. Dang. Nowhere H says, what do you think about the major flood that's happening in China? It is on China Observer's YouTube channel. Really? Major flood? What's going on? Um, poor infrastructure choices over many years <laughs> well, that okay. have ultimately led to a failure in their levies and et cetera, et cetera. You can find more about it. A lot of people like China Observer, Serpent ZA, uh, like Lao 86, people talk about it. I don't know if they've made any videos on it. I haven't seen any if they've made any, but it's out there. There's news. So you're saying that the U.S. fired harp to... <laughs> <laughs> what's what's up with the i don't know maybe i can talk to you after the show but the kill the boars uh oh yeah we, we talked a little bit about oh, it okay. we, we can talk about it again yeah there's more there's a lot more news coming out because apparently mm. that dude doubled down malema yeah and he started telling people to actually go and take a lot like it's crazy dude wow. yeah 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 i wonder what the sa uh human rights commission is going to say about that come on nothing? let's see what they have to say about it. yeah the probably new york, nothing. new york times is going to be like oh calm down yeah They'll say. And then it's like at first the New York Times said it's basically just a meme. Mm -hmm. Forget about it. Yeah. And then we're we're only a, like probably a few months to a year away where they're like, oh, calm down. It's just white people. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. MSNBC, the guy was in there saying like he's like, like basically laughing about it. And then it's like, OK, well, you know, I thought there was any any life is a big deal for you guys. Right. But no, apparently not. Doesn't matter. Well, so. it's just bizarre because you have like RFK Jr. who's getting dragged for just using two numbers that apparently we're no longer allowed to use in a tweet and then simultaneously Yo. you have people that are overtly stating go kill a particular group of people <laughs> like and that's and that's not to be concerned it's mind concerning. blowing the people that are freaking out about rfk saying that he was making a nazi reference i feel like that is kind of like the jump the shark moment for, sure. I, for nazi star where, where it's like where it's like because some of the people it's like Yo, look, you can dislike RFK, you can disagree with him, but nowadays, like, th there is no reason, there's no history that indicates an RFK is in any way a white nationalist or anything. And he's been in the public eye forever, for his whole life. Entire life. This is the most ridiculous thing that I've seen I can't believe it and the people in the libertarian party and you know who you are that have, that actually got on that train you are embarrassing and you should be ashamed of yourselves that's Listen mad to at Phil. you he's wagging his You're finger pathetic. incredibly <laughs> embarrassing all right Riley Lewin says you should have Ma Manju Baturu on oh, yeah. he invented Baitswa pro-China with decent arguments would be an interesting if heated conversation yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, culture war. Yeah. You want to write it write it down? Yes, yeah, so right now. That that'd be really cool to do a America v China culture war episode. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. But uh Baitswa means uh white left in Chinese. It 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 basically means woke. 
But yeah. White it basically black. means Karen. When do we see? Yeah. Wait, when is that going to trend on TikTok? That's what I want to know. This Bites cool was trended periodically yeah. on, on, on like Twitter and stuff. But it's not real until it reaches TikTok with these youths. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> these youths. Okay, we had a super chat. Ryan Brown says, we are in a resurgence of conservative thought in the Northern Hemisphere of the world, followed by a backlash against the establishment in the Northern Hemisphere of the world. The civil war is in Europe before World War III. Then civil wars in Europe before World War III. Very interesting. Guardsman Norheim says, as an Alaskan, I always get a chuckle how little the lower 48 knows about us. Russia owns Big Diomede Island. We own Little Diomede. There you go. Dude, it'd be super cool to go to Little Diomede. There's like a little little town there or something. That'd be crazy. Like, what do you do? We were. I was looking at on, on Alaska, and there's like a house for sale there, and it looks really nice. There was just like one on Zillow, and I'm like, how do you get there? And what do you do when you're there? And do you just eat crab all day? Doesn't sound like a bad life. Like getting the crab out of the water is probably rough. And then what happens when, you know, if like the crabbing industry goes under, it's like the town just ceases to exist. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's, reality. It's your, it's your bug out house. Frontier living, man. I don't know. But I, don't, I don't think on Alaska is a good place to be in the bug out because there's nowhere to go. Well, yeah, but like there's also no one to come take your stuff. Nah, no, that's not true. Yeah? Yeah, you're super close to Russia relatively. And there's a town there, and they want to set up military bases. Yeah. So if you're on, uh, if you, if you're on like the Asian landmass or the, the North American, something happens. Like if if you know the city got wiped out, you can just start driving somewhere else. But if you're on an island, you ain't going nowhere. You just True. have to hope no one well, no one pays attention to you. It's a cold island. Yeah. You know? Well, Good and luck. you can you. I mean, you you could set up a perimeter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think you're in trouble if you're on that island. Cause like, what are you eating? You have to farm fish. I guess you just fish all day. You need yeah. vegetables, man. I and there's know. like a probably a, probably a very low growing season that far north. I don't know, man. Just go to Svalbard and go live in the uh, seed seed. Uh, what is it? The seed vault. All right, Sergeant Buck says microwave plus human brain equal equals microwave. Aha. God. C.J. Gibbsy says Black Mirror had an episode where a copy of someone's consciousness is enslaved to run the person's smart home. Has the copy tortured to comply? That was a crazy... I saw that. That was crazy. Wow. Like, basically, if the AI refused to comply, they would have to experience, like, a year of, of solitary confinement. Because the person who owned the device could be, like, one year, and then the AI experience total isolation for one year in the span of 10 seconds, and then comes back being like, stop, please, I'll do whatever you say. Wow. Yeah, That's so wild. crazy. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends if you like it, and then head over to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member to watch the Members Only Uncensored show coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about naughty things. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Clint, do you want to shout anything out? Yeah, I have, uh, speaking of RFK Jr., the guy who he he agreed to debate him on uh, the Russia-Ukraine Crisis was Max Blumenthal. I will be having him on later in this week on Liberty Lockdown. I will also have the QAnon Shaman and Dave Smith over the next week. So a a stacked lineup. Go to YouTube, subscribe to Liberty Lockdown, or just search on your favorite audio podcatcher. And this week, also go check out Tower Gang. And if you are sick of the duopoly, don't go check out Tower. Don't Gang. go check out Tower Gang. You don't um, want to do that. It's gonna be. It's, we have Elijah Schaefer on tomorrow. It's gonna be fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> if you are sick of the duopoly and you want to, uh, you know actually have people that care about liberty check out the libertarian party 
I am uh, Phil That Remains on X. I am Phil That Remains Official on Instagram. The band is All That Remains. We're available on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, and the YouTubes. Uh, I'm Hannah Cliff-Rimlo. I'm a writer for this super cool news site, The Best, TimCast.com. You can go to the website, click on the Read tab, see all of our work, and follow at TimCastNews on Twitter and Instagram. I specifically want to shout out uh, Adrian Norman, who's got something up about uh, Maj Touré and everything he's working on, so check that out. And Shane Cashman has been covering the Long Island serial killer trial, and I forgot to shout it out last week. You should definitely check it out. Uh, If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at HannahClaire.B and on Twitter at HCBrimlo. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I am Surge.com on Twitter. It's not X on my phone yet, so I'm not going to start calling it X anytime soon. And I'm on Instagram and YouTube and all that stuff. Surge.com, spell it out. See you guys. We'll see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.